What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you. But you know what we got to do first? We got to talk about those things that generate a little revenue. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Matslayer. Home to the entire video back catalog. The uncensored versions of this podcast. Ad-free audio. You may very well have experienced some dynamically inserted ads before this pre-roll. None of those on Patreon. And if you're watching the video versions when they come out a week later on YouTube, there's ads there now too. So it is ad-free completely on Patreon. So check that out today. You can support the show for as little as $3 a month. That's less than the cost of a beer, my friends. So come join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Slayer. We are also brought to you by my Twitch stream. That's right, at twitch.tv slash Slayer. Doing the Twitch streaming. Unfortunately, if you're listening to this on the day of release, there will most likely not be a stream tonight. Do I got a rescheduled podcast? I got a... And now we drink it. Has to take the priority. But if you have Amazon Prime and aren't using your Prime sub, I would still super appreciate you coming over to twitch.tv slash Slayer and throwing down that Prime sub. Otherwise... Join me throughout the week while I'm playing multiverses and we normally do community game night on Thursdays. Join the Discord, join the community, come play some games. Last, but certainly not least, the two easiest ways you can support this show. And both cost you absolutely nothing. First and foremost, tell your friends. Share social media posts. Just help spread the word. Help raise awareness of the show. The second way, the second super easy way, is go to youtube.com slash now we drink and subscribe. It's really that easy. Support the algorithm. As I mentioned earlier, we're in the partner program now. So there are ads on YouTube. Watching the YouTube videos, hell, if you just put all the content on a playlist and hit play and then walk away from it, that generates a little revenue for the show too. I wouldn't be mad at you. You can do that at youtube.com slash and now we drink. Once again, that is youtube.com slash and now we drink. Let's get on with it. My guest this week is adult performer Minx Marley. Minx is a wild one. Like this episode just starts wild. It's just pure chaos. So much fun. By the end of it, Minx is legitimately trying to open a bottle of wine that's already open. It, It was a good time. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy Drinking Buddies. We're on. We're doing the thing. Turned on, turned off. Here we are. Thanks. What's going on? What's happening? Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> so this is one of those episodes where we hung for like probably an hour before we got on air. Shit. Hi guys, welcome to my ADHD shit show. You're stuck with me now for the next like hour. <laughs> I too. All drinks of that. <laughs> Breaking out the bottle of wine from cheers. the t- cheers. Salud. Cling. 
Oh, Stella Rosa Berry. Stella Berry is so fucking good. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually had it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's one of those things that, like, honestly, and I've never been in a sorority. It's like a sorority bitch drink, I think. It's one of those things where, like, I got a few bottles because they're cheap. You caught me out in the middle of the desert partying, and that was the heyday of my fucking life when I was younger. That was the peak. That, I don't know if I peaked. I mean, Little Miss back then wasn't too important. So, <laughs> Well, I'd hope not. I, right? I believe you were a minor at the time would be my assumption. Um, No, I mean, like, catch me between 18 and 20. That little, that little bitch back there still had no bounds, let me tell you. <laughs> And you develop some now? Or like, pro- oh, I just, mm, I became professional. <laughs> did show up on time. I show up on time with a great attitude. Right. Which gets me in trouble. How does that get you in trouble? You know, when you have a smile on your face, just like pasted, ready to go for anything, anything can ensue. You ever have your friend go bet, bet, bet. All of a sudden you're stripping in a fountain in front of an apartment complex. Oh, I, I want to hear this story. <laughs> I mean, that was a big part of it. I mean, I mean, there's a little bit of backstory. Like, I was again back in my my little my little ex- extra party girl days. You know, I'm from Arizona, and it is very very big to go and party in the desert, little desert dwellers. What else are you supposed to fucking do? It's hot. All you do at night is bring a bunch of fucking sound systems and lasers out to the desert and party. And it was like. 4 or 5 a.m. We're all done with the party. Like, me and my, my squad, like, we're in a car. We're like, oh, who, where are we going to go next? Oh, we can go to so-and-so apartment. We can go, you know, smoke a blunt, hang out, kind of do whatever. So we go there. And I'm, like, you know, faded. My other phone's friends faded. And we got on this topic of, like, bet, bet. And we see this, like, big, glorious fountain out in front of our friend's apartment complex. And... What better idea do I have than, like, I want to go jump in that right now. Bet, bet. I'm like, the, by the second bet, I'm already halfway to the fountain ripping off my what little clothing I do have on. And, like, in the fountain. And, like, home dog's running after me because he's not to be outdone. And next thing I know, we have, like, Mr. Security Man in his golf cart over there yelling at us. Saying he's going to call the police. And, yeah. It's not much of a story, I guess. I don't know. Did he end up calling the police? No. Um, what are you gonna do? It's like a little blonde bitch getting naked in a fountain. Are you really gonna call the police? Are you just gonna let her get dressed while you watch and walk away? Depends on how I'm feeling on the night. That's true. (laughs) If it's a rough day and I'm just like, you know what? I want to watch someone suffer. Yeah, I'm calling the police. (laughs) You know, it's good. That's a good point. Um, I think you really, I never, I, I guess I never stopped to ask him like, hey, sir, are you on the end of your shift or are you morning, are you night shift ending or morning shift starting? Cause I think that might, depend on the attitude right like are we well and just almost also how much shit he's had to deal with over the course of the night like, that's true i might have gotten lucky because like at that like that side of town it's not like horrible but like you get like 4 a.m you got a couple tweakers walking around there and they can get a little ballsy some nights but i guess like bless my ass it was i don't know like not a friday it wasn't a full moon or something <laughs> Did he at least try to, like, get digits or anything? Or is he just, like, get the fuck out? Oh, no. He was like, get the fuck out. He wanted me the fuck out of that fountain. I know that one for damn sure. He was, like, I, he looked just exhausted. He was, like, like, what has my life come to? I'm in a golf cart yelling at this bitch to stop stripping in this apartment fountain. It wasn't even the major city. Like, small town vibes. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky you didn't call the fucking cops. 
You are absolutely lucky he didn't call the police. I think that about a lot of instances in my life, um, pretty privilege gets you far. It does. It does. It's one of those things where, like, part of the reason I never want children because I didn't want to instill into a child, like, be the best looking you possibly can be because people will just do shit for you. Because I think that's it's a real life lesson, but I think it's a horrible life lesson. I had a narcissistic mother, so that was the accidental life lesson I got. <laughs> you know? We only raise winners in this household, damn it. Like, <laughs> you do it well or you just don't fucking do it. Right, exactly. Like, don't ever play me in beer pong. You're going to get your, you're going to, someone's going to end up crying in the corner. So Some harsh words are going to be said. I'm going to be yelling. The dog's going to be barking. I trained my dog to go fetch beer pong balls first off, but he only brings them back to me. So you're, the game's already rigged against you. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to play beer pong with fucking balls that have been in a dog's mouth. No, he's real gentle with them. He's they're still in the dog's fucking mouth. And they're going in the cup and they're going yeah. through the dusty it, couch. It's beer. It's not like. Oh, I've, no, no, no. See, the times have changed, my guy. You put water in the cup and you chug the beer. Who puts beer in the cup anymore? I'm old. <laughs> Just like fucking two minutes into the show. Like, oh, your old ass doesn't know how to do things in the modern era. You're going to go back to dial up, motherfucker, you goddamn fossil. Like, <laughs> the like, you prepared to push my wheelchair after this show? Fuck. <laughs> You'd like that, wouldn't you? Yeah. How else do you think I'm going to get to the bathroom? I need you to wipe my ass, too. <laughs> you want a sponge bath while I'm at it? I mean, sure. All right. But that, that is definitely a show only, first. Only if I can put it on my OnlyFans. <laughs> always. There's always a catch. There's, there's always, always a catch. Listen, you got to be about that dime. Oh, I agree. I agree. But I think that is a show first. I think that is the first time a guest has ever offered to sponge bath me. Hey, you started it, okay? I might have, but you you were the one prepared to finish it. Uh, ladies don't start spades, but they sure do finish them. <laughs> you would not be the first guest to be like, oh, only if you appear on my OnlyFans, but the first one to offer a sponge bath. Hey, you got to get niche with this nowadays. Like, you know how oversaturated this fucking pussy market is out here? It is a it's a hard knock life for a sex worker. Like, you got to get creative. Like, a clown, fucking a clown, pff, whatever. Got a thousand accounts doing that already. Pee stuff, <clears throat> amateur. Like, I think one of the, the, the best parts is just how fucking educated on fetishes I've become. Because, man, there's a lot of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anything you can think of, somebody's fucking into it. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And you kind of have to really get, you have to be down to clown. You have to get with the game. You to get with all that to really make it so a sponge bath easy million times done my guy <laughs> sorry i'm gonna have to you know give you a hard pass on it it's okay i respectfully take that rejection <laughs> well i'm glad you did it would make it really awkward for the rest of the show you're just like this motherfucker won't get naked and let me sponge bath anymore. how dare he <laughs> i even said that shit on the internet and he just was like nah i'm cool like As you saw it here he officially turned down a porn star <laughs> will not be the first will not be the last man you have every bragging right a middle school boy could dream of <laughs> what turning down porn stars the you know the fact that you even got the opportunity to do so mind-blowing for most men it is it's true it's absolutely true. And middle middle you know, middle school me would be like, the fuck, dude? Porn stars. Like, and I'm just like, yeah, they're people. Yeah, I was going to say little middle school you doesn't know the, like, the girl 10 minutes ago that like 
belched and was like, uh, my bad. Like, we are just people. We are just people in a silly, goofy mood out here showing our genitals to the world because why the fuck not? We're getting paid to. And it's kind of funny. It's kind of porn's almost satirical in a way, if you really think about it. Like, this is just all when we're all in on the joke. The buyer's not. <laughs> no, it, it's true. It's 100% true. Once the curtain's pulled back, it's just like, oh, that's the wizard, huh? Okay. Yeah, no, my favorite thing to do, because I don't go out to bars often. I'm not really like a bar crawler or like a clubber, but like I do occasionally. Lack of fountains, I get it. Yeah, like, right? There's a lack of fountains. You got to get lack of fountains, lacks of streets for me to crawl on all fours. I don't know. But I do occasionally go out. I have friends. They like to perform. They, they have like consistent like DJ gigs that they go to, and I'm always up there to support them. And honestly, my ADHD made me forget where I was going with the story. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming it has something to do with the Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz, yeah. My favorite thing to do is when I go out to these bars. See, I don't go out often enough to remember where I was going with it. Um, my favorite thing to do when I'm going to these bars is fucking. I love watching that little dream die in these men's eyes as I deglamorize and rip apart, rip apart every single fantasy of porn that they have. Every single little like, wow, that guy is so crazy that like, people can fuck that hard for that long. Yeah. Yeah, it is, huh? It's crazy. It's crazy that we take cuts between positions. I mean, that's what makes the job more difficult. Like, hey, stop fucking. Keep it up. Reposition while dudes that look like me are standing over you under hot lights, no air conditioning. And you have like a PA in your ear asking what you want for lunch or you have like a director. Like, or you have, if you have like one of those sets that's like, they're filming three different videos in one day at the same location. It's like, okay, well, like, okay, well, like, next girl's coming in for hair and makeup. But, like, as her hair and makeup started, like, you're finishing out your pop shot. So, like, you better, you, everyone be quiet on set, girls. Stop gossiping in the makeup room. It's so hard to do that, by the way. Makeup artists are awesome. Like, always give snaps for the makeup artists in the porn world. I'm telling you, folks. Anyways. Unsung heroes. The unsung heroes of the porn industry. The fucking makeup artists. I love you, ladies and gentlemen. Um always unsung heroes anyways y'all are so goddamn hard to not talk to sometimes though and you got someone else in the other room trying to get the perfect cum shot and like that is or just a cum shot Fuck. that is the guy's one time to shine that is your one like once you know what it might even be your shining moment because someone fucking talked during your pop shot and you just hear quiet on set and that is the glamorous life of porn. And every guy just wants to sit here and be like, wow, you that was a big squirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have never once commented. <clears throat> on all my times on set, I have never once commented on someone's pop. Just be like, all right, man. You no, know, like civilians in the bar. They will. Oh. The fans. They will. They'll, they'll be like, like the, like the squirt. They'll be like, they'll, they'll just start talking about like, oh, my God, the girl's important to this. They're like. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, that was a really awesome Dasani water bottle. Right? Some Pedialyte? Some Pedialyte. No, I'm talking like I've had my pussy shoved with water before and mm. just like hold it in and just let it out. It's a movie. <laughs> Not all the stunts in real movies are real. Yeah, what? we're just all our own stunt man is the issue. Like, like it is not. <laughs> but it's fun to watch all these guys because the only other thing they're going to do is overly all I am in there is the porn star. They're going to try to hit on and be like, yeah, like if you ever need something to cloud with for your video, like. What qualifications do you have, my oh, guy? No. What you should do is get them to sign up for the most degradating shit you can think of and not even get to fuck you. Just No, my first question, no, my, well, not question, but my first response normally is, is like, 
oh my god, I actually have this pegging custom that I've been needing to film. Well, and you need to at that point, no matter where you are, be like, yo, drop child, let me see your asshole. <laughs> and if You're they're right. like, whoa, 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 I can't, like, then you can't be in porn, dog. Sorry, dog. Or like, okay, I need to whip your dick out right now. Start jacking off. I'm going to talk to you about the dominoes I had the other day and how that one didn't even compare to the Chicago pizza that I had back home. And like, and then like, let me talk about this other girl that's on set. And, but like, what are you doing? The director needs to be hard in 10 seconds, guy. Like, come on. And what do you mean you can't? We're, we're wasting daylight here. We're like, come on. It's going to start raining. That's not in the storyline. <laughs> Like, we're losing natural light in this motherfucker. Hurry up. <laughs> I did do a picnic scene inside the house once because it started raining. Like, they ain't got time. They dropped a light on my face once and busted my lip. And they're like, can you smell so good? Like, they don't wait for anybody, dude. No. Get hard right now. <laughs> Hell, it was on set. This is like two years ago in the middle of the pandemic. And like, Calabasas was having like rolling fucking blackouts. The house lost power. Like, and it's winter, so, like, we have limited fucking daylight. Yeah. Originally, the scene was supposed to, like, dialogue on the couch and then move to the bedroom for sex. And we just ended up fucking shooting the whole thing on the couch using fucking tube lights, uh-huh. battery-operated tube lights to try to shoot. Like, it's hilarious because it was part of a DVD. So it's like, oh, the other three God. scenes are all beautifully lit and, like, all perfect. Oh, so cinematic. So beautiful. <laughs> and the last scene is just, like, looks like it's being shot in a house with no lights. Oh no! Yeah, it was. It's and that's that's kind of what happened with the raining scene. It was just kind of like like I arrived. It was actually filmed in Arizona, and I like I got there. Were you criminal? Never mind. For legal purposes, it was not filmed in Arizona. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) um, it was filmed in a state that is so sunny and is very bipolar sometimes with the weather that it's legal to film porn in. Um. New Hampshire? All right. Yeah, New Ham- it was New Hampshire. And, you know, I, sh- I show up and it's sunny. And all of a sudden, like, we get through the fucking intro. We get the whole scene set up. Like, yeah, we're going to go to Labor Day picnic, step bro. Yeah, look at, don't you like my sundress, step bro? And all of a sudden, like, it just starts fucking raining. Like, the fuck was this? How are we going to have a picnic in the rain, step bro? And it was, like, we had to change. Like, we already filmed, like, the whole fucking intro. Like, we filmed the whole intro and, like, you know, every angle possibly could in said intro. So it was a shit show of a day. Move on to stills. They dropped the light on my face. <laughs> I'm already here. It's raining. I just want to get through it. It starts goddamn raining. <laughs> we have to have a picnic inside the house. And the funniest part is that the whole part of, like, this particular, like, the whole... The glory shot for this one is sucking dick through a picnic basket because it's a picnic for Labor Day weekend. It's supposed to be sunny and hey, step bro, let's go on a picnic. <gasps> oh my God, that's your cock. What are you fucking Yogi Bear in the picnic basket? No, right, right, right. But it's raining outside. So hey, step bro, let's go have a picnic in our living room. That's real smooth. Don't you like my sundress? It's raining. You can see the rain outside. Don't you like my sundress? <laughs> Sorry, not to tangent off, but I just got a hilarious vision of like you in a little top hat and just a tie sucking dick through a fucking biscuit basket. No. Hey, boo boo, is that a cock? <laughs> if you see the pictures, I'm sorry. I got really close to the microphone there. If you see the pictures, um, don't worry, it doesn't bite. I do. Um, <laughs> good to know. Good to know. Um, you're not allowed to do that in porn and sex. Can't leave marks. Anyways, um, I'm thankful there's a table between us. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, if you if you look up a picture, you could actually almost like picture that being what comes out of my mouth. It's just like, oh, it's that classic, oh, like, oh my gosh, like wide mouth, wide eyes. Like I've never seen a penis in my entire life. <laughs> I mean, it might have been the first time you saw one through a picnic basket. It actually was. I don't know how, I mean, how many times have you shoved your dick through a picnic basket? That is a big zero. Right. It was not a normal thing. I, I'm really not into shoving my dick into inanimate, inanimate objects in like, the first place. You know, I've, and like before that, I've sucked a dick, like a dick in a box, but like they've had a dick in a box before on like what, like SNL or something. Like that's like Lonely Island did the whole like, video. Like, yeah, yeah. It's been like a whole thing before. Like dick in a box, not a foreign concept. Dick in a victim basket. Kind of a box, kind of. Yeah, but like, you got the wig. And it was like a real picnic basket. Like, they had the wig. I honestly felt bad for the guy's cock. Like, they had the wicker, and that was, like, real shabbily cut into a hole. And we're, like, imagine keeping that hard through stills, and you just get, like, a splinter through your peener. Hard pass. Hard, hard pass, pass, right? Yeah, like, right. this is why I have never wanted to be male talent. Right? Uh, <laughs> over a decade in, shit like that is, like, no, nah, I'm cool. Um, yeah, it's funny. Like when I try to tell some of these like regular guys that are like, "Oh, I have," it's so funny. Oh, hang on, side note. I uh, it is hilarious that you the the compliments that men give their dicks. How pretty you guys call your dicks. You guys gas your dick up like it is Miss Universe rock, walking that catwalk. You guys are like, "Oh yeah, I have such a good looking cock." Like yeah, bro. Yeah, Chad. You get such a good looking cock. Such a good looking dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How big is it? Yeah, yeah. How many how many dicks have you seen? Oh yeah, you know it's bigger than the other ones, Chad. Yeah, yeah. Such well, a pretty dick. Do you got what's its name? You got a name for it? Because he spends all the time in the bathhouse checking out other dudes, obviously. Dude, they're so proud of him. <laughs> I I am not. I'm just like, I have an average penis. It does the job. You know it's funny, that right there, an agent would be like, I respect that. You're a you know what? He sounds like a legit guy. <laughs> yeah, like it It does the job it needs to do. It's failed on occasion because I'm an adult and I drink so much. You should see the way some of these male talents talk to their dicks. It is not nice. It's kind of funny. It's like, it's like, come on, just fucking work with me here. Well, yeah, that's a high pressure situation. You have a whole bunch of people making a fucking day rate who just want to go home. Nobody wants to hang out on the porn set any longer than they got to be there. Oh, dude, you'd be surprised. There's some set hangers. I mean... Sometimes you got nothing better to do than hang around on a porn set. Okay, that's not my personal experience. My personal experience is like, uh, I'm here for my day rate. Let's get these fucking scenes done. I want to go home. I have all yeah, you got the doing. ones that they're like, I actually have to go catch a flight right now. Or like, you know, I just drove the three hours up here. And you're like, whoa, my guy. Yeah, the way I look at it is I make a day rate. Longer on set, I'm making less dollars per hour. That's true, and you that is like that is a really good way to think about it because like the rate stays the same. Like no matter, it's not we're not hourly, we're not minutely, whatever. It's yeah, it's you know you're getting paid for that video product, so it's whenever the fuck that video product is finished. Doesn't you know? I've had it where I spent three hours in hair and makeup, and on a different film set, it I was in and out in like an hour and a half. I had a job as a PA for a feature. I was the first one on set. I was the last one off set. When I calculated my dollars per hour on my day rate, I made under minimum wage. It's like being a server sometimes, honestly. <laughs> well, at least in California, as a server, you make minimum wage on top of your tips. It's one thing California does right. 
See, huh, y'all got lucky with that. I I was just shitty small town being a server, hosting some goddamn spoiled kids' birthday parties. But <laughs> Not making minimum wage. I think we should implement this plan for you, though. It's just like when civilian dudes are like, I want to do the job, just embarrass them, clown them in person. Oh, that is what I do. I Nobody is safe. I am a savage, like... <laughs> It's not like a pessimistic worldview, but it's a very real worldview. And like I find humor in satire and like dryness and like so it is. Like grew up in the middle school era with the dead baby jokes. So you know, like the dead baby jokes never go out of style. They Come never on. go out of style. Like, and everyone's too ashamed to admit that they like them. But you know, the first thing that you hear at a party getting popped off in conversation, dead baby jokes. That's probably the worst thing to talk about. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Dead babies are far from the worst thing that we could talk about. Oh, my God. For fuck's sake. Everyone loves dead baby jokes except dead babies because they're not alive. They don't care. I don't know. <laughs> I, guess, I guess people who have miscarriages get a little upset about them. Well. You should have had a better uterus. <laughs> you know, Darwin's series should have liked you better. Survival of the fittest evolutionized bitch isn't that horrible to that think sounds of? so awful i'm so sorry Hamlet. disclaimer I, I don't ever want kids i don't like kids don't take this personally <laughs> isn't that a horrible thing to think about that like some of the people you meet like you were the strongest swimmer i think that about myself guy like i'm out here getting by <laughs> on my looks i'm looking at myself i'm looking at my dad who was like this great you know you know, great hockey athlete, you know, smart guy, does all this. Looking at my mom, looking at my siblings, who, you know, my sister's great mother, all this shit. Brother's so smart. And I'm looking at me. I'm like, this is, fuck. <laughs> you know, mom, maybe you should have had that abortion. <laughs> it's a little late. It's okay. It's, it's, listen, you ever tried to, like, there's, like, self-abortion, I guess. But, like, everyone frowns on that and says you're going to hell. You believe in hell? No. Then what are you worried about? You know, what's funny. Please though, don't do it here. I don't want to clean up the mess. <laughs> right. That's the craziest thing. You know, it's funny. No one ever wants to talk about it. That's what holds people back, though, is the it's kind of ironic. It's the fact of the consideration that you're feeling of like, I don't want to leave the fucking mess. Well, that's why I consider people doing it in a bathtub. <laughs> the, uh, I just had like a bazillion like, different like images running so, through my mind. Okay, well, like, <laughs> well, bathtub is obviously number one. Where's the number two place to do it? Um, a hotel. That is so fucking rude. Some minimum wage. So rude. Some minimum wage fucking housekeeper has to clean up your fucking body. That is so rude. How's that number two? Listen, I just can't imagine the poor look on my my poor roommate's face when he's got to walk in and the first thought he's gonna think is God fucking damn it, I have to watch her dogs now until I figure out a place. Well, be a good dog, mom, and like arrange for them before you go do it. Well, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do, and then go. I mean, please don't do it. No. I think- <laughs> Let's, 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 let's. No, 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 we're past that stage in my life. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, good. good. I got the validation from all the fucking anonymous men on the internet. I'm fine now. That's what cured it. That's what, isn't that what cures every girl's? Come on. I don't know. I feel, I, I've never been a young, attractive girl, so I couldn't tell you. First, I don't have that firsthand experience. Validation does a lot. <laughs> well, I've never had... Anonymous stranger. Well, I've had a couple anonymous strangers. You know, I have a hard time believing that because you look like a great, great 
select. I can't even think of the fucking word I want to pick right now. You look like a great she's, person. She's just trying to make up a word. Just, just trying to make like um. I'm gonna stall so I can think of a complimentary word Listen. here. Um. Um. We'll we'll think. No 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 no. We'll no, think no, of no, something no. eventually, you or are, he'll change the subject. You are a great um. I don't want to. You're a target for a lot of great gay men and Ubers. And that only happens on occasion. They're bare of their dreams, my guy. Till I open my mouth and they're like, oh, he's painfully hetero. Fuck. They get off on that. Some you of- could make a whole living on OnlyFans off that. I'm telling you, you are like stud. You could be like stud top bear. I don't do that, but you want me to. <laughs> I, I, How do you think all these other straight actors got into porn? They started gay. It's true. I'm once again not trying to get into porn. So that's true. Not as talented, at least. I actually, back in the day when Uber pools were a thing pre-pandemic, I was in an Uber pool with, like, two gay men, and, like, we're just bullshitting. Like, it's late night. <laughs> and I for, the topic came up, and, like, I'm like, how do you know I'm not gay? They're like, look at you. You're not. I just, like, like, ow, that hurts, man. That They're just like, look at your glasses. Look how you're, you're not. You know. I'm like, ow, that, that, that's wrong. You're strong. like, I'm almost offended you won't hit on me now. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like. <laughs> Honestly, I'm secure enough in my masculinity when, like, dudes hit on me. Like, oh. As you should. No, no, no. That's the right way to be it. Like, that's how you should handle it. And I guess, like, where I'm coming off to, like, my boyfriend, he's a, he does Uber driving and stuff uh, for that extra cash. And his first thing is always, his first comment is always about the amount of times that he's been, like, harassed by gay men. And I'm like, well, sorry, champ. Like, what do you expect? You got a beard. You're tatted up. Like, you're going to get hit on. <laughs> I'm like, just put a picture of me in the dashboard. And he's like, that's not going to stop him. And it just reminds me a lot of about like, because like, I'm bisexual. I've been I've been out of the fucking club. I mean, my family were always kind of new. They thought I was lesbian at first. But then I like, came up with a boyfriend, honestly. Um, but I've always ran into the whole issue of like, I'm almost afraid to tell lesbians that I'm bi and into women because I've had so many overly aggressive, like it is almost worse than the frat guys like caging me in and they're like hey like, like they will not let me go the second they find out i'm bi or like i'm bi and like straight passing with like a male partner it's like a challenge of like betting me it's so weird how to like Has anyone succeeded well no it's the turn like i'm not it's not a novelty like cause I, listen i'm i'm uh <laughs> i'm competitive so you challenge me, it's just double hard on the challenge to not, <laughs> that you're not going to win. I don't care. It could be something I wanted. I could have been so into you. Like, you could have been the mask of my dreams. Like, I could have wanted, you could have finger banged me all night long. And it became a challenge. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's the, I'm going to, yeah, like, so, lipstick lesbian her. And I'm like, okay. So you're just like. Oh, they got to reverse psychology me. They just got to leave me high and dry. And then you're like, oh, hey, what, what's happening? Every, why, why am I not getting this validation from you? I'm every bum's dream. I'm low. <laughs> the second you want me, I'm like, Ugh, get off me. You need some. Why dude, are you so obsessed with me? It's some dude in a stupid hat negging you. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm so in. I'm so like, he just called me a dumb bitch. I'm hooked. My panties are off there across the room. He won't even fucking look at me <laughs> like. So did your your current partner do that shit? No, it's actually really funny. Um, I I think he he won in the history lesson. He he saw the long run. Um, he's known me about nine years. He got me when I was like sixteen with braces. So, you know, can't really beat that. 
Um, I am the, I am so guilty. There's like this TikTok sound right, and it's like, can I give you a big hug? And she's like, no, thanks. That's the definition of me, and I feel so bad. It's so contradictory to my job and like what I do, but like I am such a like. I'm I'm not the kind like all my friends, every person in my life that's close to me knows it. They're like, I I like don't touch her. Yeah, just like don't hug her. Like everyone's always like, hey, can I give can I give you a hug? And I'm like, like, can you look me in the eye and just tell I tell me I matter, but stay five feet away. <laughs> like it's really bad. And then on the other hand, you'll have me like my sisters literally said like you live in your dog's arms, and you'll see me like my dog and I share a pillow. Like, I have this, like, it's a special, like, silk pillowcase for, like, your fur, or your hair, your fur. <laughs> for you see, it's so bad. For your hair, for your... You're a human. I just, I, I need to remind you. Know, I'm a human. It, no, I'm talking about how my dog uses it, though. And it's not uncommon for me to look over. My dog's, like, full out, like, head on the pillow, all tucked in. And I'm like, yeah, buddy, I get it. You, your face looks nice. You look good. And... <laughs> my, I could just like sometimes catch my boyfriend just like you motherfucker like so does the dog sleep in between you two yeah <laughs> <laughs> like um, it's actually and I'm like so I'm the worst person to wake up I am like demon bitch extreme I am a great morning person hell bitch if you wake me up let me wake up on my own like bright eye and bushy like and like the second I like like do my own thing I'm like hi world you wake me the fuck up. I'm a demon. And this goes for the dogs, too. And the poor guy. Fucking. <laughs> He's had where, like, because I have two dogs. And the younger one, she's 10 months old. She's a little puppy. She's the worst. She's a cuddle bug. She wants to be, like, pretty sure she wants to, like, implant herself under your skin. Like, no room to breathe. And she's almost worse to wake up than I am. Like, so bratty. And... To the point of, like, she will not move, will not move. You go to just slightly, you, okay, baby, like, I'll cradle you. Like, little sleeping, little, little baby. No, okay, sure, I'll just cradle you to move you. Nope, like, spaz, move. Like, I'm going to fucking twitch and, like, have a seizure and just, like, kick you and, like, freak out. And, like, her tags are going all jingly and crazy. And, of course, because, like, she's all pressed between us, like, she kicks me. I wake up all pissed. He was just trying to move the dog to cuddle me. <laughs> I have he was to. trying to sneak that cuddle in. Oh, that sounds like a violation of boundaries. Right. And I, and of course, I'm completely like, I have no recollection. Poor guy wakes up all mad the next day. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, did I, would, did I, honestly, you can't even trust him. I was going to say, did I pop up and look at you and talk to you? You can't even trust that. I have been known to like sleep talk and sleepwalk. Nobody is safe. You better just wait for me to, like, approach you and say probably at least, like, five coherent sentences and take a dab in between properly. And, like, you'll be like, okay, this bitch is awake. She's in a good mood. I can trust this. <laughs> I'm, wait I'm still waiting for the coherent sentences. None. 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 Okay. W wake up. Wake up. I'm sorry. I'm just being a dick. Don't <laughs> mind me. I'm just, I, was in, I was alluding that you were still asleep. And that there have been no, oh, co yeah. no coherent sentences said on this podcast by either one of us. I mean, I guess my version of coherent, which is just, you know, I can kind of stay on one topic for at least two out of three of the sentences. There's going to be two topics in the sentence again. My, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. My brain is going a million miles an hour every single day. <laughs> it's okay. It's better that it's going a million miles an hour than like 
going at a slow pace and just trying to fucking figure out what what's going on in the world like you just don't know like, oh it, honestly no 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 people like look at it so sadly like very pessimistically like oh wow do you just have like all these thoughts like just berating you do you just like have all like no dude honestly it's like a child wonder like ah because like i just saw that piece of i saw that speck of dust sparkle in that light over there magical um and the same time i'm listening to you and then reading this thing on on fucking online or whatever that was cool. I, I'm listening to my friend and I just read this cool news article at the same time. I just saw my dog do the coolest little cutest trick ever. And all within that same five seconds, my serotonin is just gushing because everything is just so cool to me. That's a, a good way to be. Shit. Right? My takeaway from that, though, is my apartment's dusty. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's kind of, it's kind of, um, you just have to look at it the right way. Like when I was younger, like, you were just like a very girly way of viewing it, but like dust being like little pixies in the air and like. It's just dead skin. I went to school for skincare. So fascination point. I love dead skin. I love skin. I love that weird gross stuff. Dr. Pimple Popper is my shit. Like that is my ASMR. Like I want to watch the gross comedones. Just like. Ugh, ever pop your partner's pimples? I haven't asked him yet. How long have you two been together? A good minute, yeah. And why haven't you asked? What's it's, wrong with you? It's like... You're just not at that level of intimacy yet? I was going to say, it's just like so intimate. <laughs> you know, we definitely are. Um, Honestly, he's lucky. I've just been too busy. I've been traveling. I... You've been too busy to pop his pimples. I know. I'm a bitch. <laughs> the worst. I'm goddamn worst. Like, I am just like, you know, just dump me now. <laughs> I'll edit that out. I, I don't want to be responsible for you. Your relationship falling apart because you're like, dump me now on, on. You said it to the goddamn internet. You said it to the internet. Like, you I promise I'm a real catch. It's fine. I'm the best. It's okay. You just won't pop your pimples. No, I might ghost you. I ghosted my husband. You ghosted your husband? Yeah. Okay. There, there's a story here. You can't just be like, and yo, know, or did you murder him? And that's how you ghosted him. No, because I never had my goddamn, like, flowing robe with the feathers moment when the FBI shows up. And I'm like, <gasps> my widow. I mean, my husband. I mean, there's no statute of limitation on murder, so they could still. No, he's alive still. He's an asshole. You know, cliche, got married young, whatever, whatever, whatever. Turned out abusive, whatever, whatever, whatever. Infamous last words are, what, are you just going to go do porn? You're so dumb for saying that because you're goddamn right I am. I'm going to do great at it, too. <laughs> Was porn even a consideration before he said that to you? Yeah, no, it was. That was the dumb part. I was like, I didn't really need a, a permission for that. Um, now you gave me motivation because I'm feeling a little spiteful. You're goddamn right. Like, you want, mm, here I am, world. Ghost your husband. Go do porn. Like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh it's it's really the move, honestly. I I recommend it, you know? I, I will happily ghost my first husband. As you should. I fucked up and you know it's dumb because I always told myself, you know, marry first for money and second for love. And I, I didn't even fucking do either. Well, you've been married a second time? No. I didn't even get married for I mean it wasn't even like oh, you ever just like get really fucked up in Vegas? Yeah, yeah. That's how I that's how I almost got married. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole it being the same chapel Britney Spears got married at was a real selling point for me, apparently. <laughs> See, if I had gone there instead of the chapel I tried to go to when I tried to get married, 
I probably would have gotten married. Dude, you, you know what? It's like once you see that pink Cadillac in the front, it's just game over. They got you sold. You got the plastic roses out in the front. You got the old guy who, like, for some reason is very heavy on, like, the God part in your vows. And it's like, my guy, we're in Vegas. And it is so obvious that we are friggity fucked up. And... The dude's taking my last name. Let's start there. What man in the right brain is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take her last name. One who's hiding from people? No. He's not even that special. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, I understand not taking each other's last names. I also am, like, kind of old school in the fact that, like. See, I grew up Mormon. I'm all into that shit. I'm like, yeah, make me a housewife. My God, like, dude, I like not Mormon anymore. I'm not very religious at all. But for some reason, that fucking part stuck with me. Like, there is nothing that turns me on more than like cooking dinner for a big group of people and having get togethers. I don't know why I hate it, but it's me. I get off on cooking and I'm like, hi, like, I want to entertain. I want to. Like full on fifties housewife. It like uh yeah, throw me that fucking martini and Valium, I guess, because I'm gonna go to fit the fifties, and here is my concoction of whatever I feel like putting in Jello, because that's what they were into back then or whatever. They put everything in Jello in the fifties. You ever like see an old nineteen fifties cookbook? Everything's in Jello. Yeah, it's real weird. It's, real it's weird. really weird. They're like ah corned beef, add Jello. I mean, this is probably why the Gen Xers ended up how they did. Or the, I guess that's, it's the baby boomers. It's the boomers at that yeah. point. Yeah, but the boomers then negatively. I'm gonna just no. So the boomers had the millennials. No, the boomers had the Gen Xers. Where'd the millennials come from? No, no, no. When boomers, millennials, Gen. I'm super confused about these I, generations. Honestly, everyone's just skipping over Gen X, and that's kind of Gen X's thing. Is it? So wait, 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 wait. The, so there's Gen X and there's Gen Z. So my Gen Z, I'm 98. Am I Gen Z or You're Gen Z? Am I Gen Z? So the millennials are what come before Z. Yeah. Gen X is like uh ends in like 1980. It's like 70 to 80. Okay. So like older boomers could definitely have fucking Gen Xers. Okay. Or yeah, yeah, boomers yeah. that yeah, or yeah, boomers that have fucking you know, fucked young. The the pullout game was trash. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, my parents were definitely fucking boomers, and I'm, like, less than 90 days away from being a Gen Xer. I'm a millennial. Like, I'm almost as old as you can get and be a millennial. See, so my parents are then, uh, what would they be? They're in the early 70s. Like, They're Gen Xers. Gen Xers. Okay, okay. So it's my grandparents. So that makes sense. My grandparents have seven kids. Little boomers. Little booming out those babies. Okay. Interesting. You know, this whole generation thing, it gets confusing because, like, with me, my older siblings would be millennials, but I'm the youngest, and I relate. I'm the youngest by a lot. So, for me, I'm, like, really edging on that millennial, like, edge right there, and, like, I relate to a lot of that stuff, but at the same time, and, like, I looked, I looked down on a lot of stuff that Gen Z does, and I guess I'm part of it, but at the same time, I, I, I'm kind of up to date with it. I'm like, yeah, 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 I get it. I'm so dumb at TikTok. That is not me. A lot of the trends, like the humor, I have a lot of millennial humor. A lot of the millennial trends, I kind of relate with a little bit more. Like, I don't know. That was all stuff that I was in like middle school for. And I had older and an older sister. So, you know, that was already trickling down to me by then. Like, I was eight years old with MySpace. Like, 
I was up. They should not have let you on MySpace. They should not have let me on MySpace. Like, you know what I mean? So I kind of always, I guess I was confused because I always leaned. I, I kind of like accidentally hopped in with the millennials. I am not a millennial, guys. You just rocked my world. Heavily influenced by them. Heavily influenced. Yeah. Like. See, I'm an, I'm, I'm an old ass elder millennial. I was in a bar on 9-11. So. Oh, yeah. You were like the beginning of the millennials. Right. Like. If I was two months older, I would be a Gen Xer. And, like, depending on who you ask on who a Gen X is, I technically fall into, like, the Gen X. But, like, yeah. the most common. But, see, I've found, I've heard that about my generation. Like, well, not my generation, but, like, the people around my age and stuff. is like, we're kind of on that in-between generation where it's not Gen Z quite yet. And my year is kind of one of the last years that really, like, it's falls into it it's pretty much the people between 96 and like 98 maybe 99 not even really but like 98 um it's like that in between between millennial and gen z and it gets really confusing and the biggest difference i've noticed in like which side of the spectrum you're leaning towards is kind of all based on like where you fall in your like line of siblings like the hierarchy if you will like are you an older sibling are you the youngest sibling? Are you the middle sibling? Because I feel like people born the same year that I am that are the oldest, they kind of fall more towards that Gen Z. They're the, you know, they're the beginning of it. Like they don't have that older influence, but I'm the baby of my family. So all I had was all this millennial influence. And so I tend to fall more towards that kind of spectrum of things. And What's your feelings on avocado toast? It was an acquired taste. I only like it with lemon pepper. <laughs> I was not. I was actually a huge avocado hater for a while. Um, Sorry, that was just a. That was a big thing. No, no, you know what? But I was all about that chevron print. Pinterest was my bitch. Um, (laughs) You know, uh, when you know, I was in awe when I saw the concept of a gender reveal becoming a thing. Uh, I was also in middle school and was like not anywhere near having a baby. But I hope. No, I wasn't. I like I was group Mormon. Like, let me tell you, there was I, no, there was no like kissing, like kissing boy. That was whew, that was crazy that I did that in eighth grade. Let me tell you. Oh my god. Oh my god. Right. Um, you still have your magic underwear. Uh, that's after you get married, silly. I don't in fucking the know. Um, no, no. The magic underwear comes. Your undergarments uh, is after you get married. You have to be wearing that. But I did have the mo- the motto of head, shoulders, knees, and toes, which is it's so crazy. Um, and this was when I was in like the youth group part, which is called like young women's, which is you know whatever they separate the young women's and the women's. Um, and in my particular like ward or group, whatever you want to call them, whatever religion, it's basically just like my youth group. Um, Head, which is like when you put your hands on your head, does your shirt lift up and show your midriff? And then shoulders are your shoulders showing. You know, my like like right now, like my shirt is breaking every single roll right now. Like, it's, oh no, oh no, um, my shoulders are shown and my midriff is showing. And then knees would be like if you're bending over, can you see down the front of your top? And then toes is like if you're bent all the way over, can you see up your skirt or is your butt hanging out? And yeah, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Meanwhile, the boys got to go their cool knots to tie. I don't know. <laughs> to tie up their many wives? <laughs> no, that is a big difference. Um, they do definitely separate themselves. I grew up in, luckily, 
I guess the most non-culty version of the Mormons. Like we we did not do like the child wives thing. We did not do the whole like many wives, but it was just like another very conservative form of Christianity, if you will. Um, I still have some like, respect for some of the values of the Mormon church, but like what? You know, the whole respect of marriage and uh, modern name. No, the modern name. I ghosted my husband. I respect marriage. Like what? Well, you shouldn't beat your wife. I mean, only if she's asking for it. <gasps> Consensually. Asking for it. Consensually. That's asking different. For it. That's different. Um, but whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what, what did you think I meant there? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Um, I mean, in the sense of like, like adultery is like viewed like wrong, I guess. And. You well, know, yeah. they're, well, uh, if you want to fuck someone else, you need to discuss it with your partner first. They're very, very big on that, like, family value, which I like, which could just go into any conservative, like, whatever. Wait a minute. The, the Corn Limp Biscuit Tour? They're into that? <laughs> Yo, speaking of that, um, who, whatever happened to the 1999 fucking Woodstock? Limp Biscuit. Oh, that's a shit show. That- Let me tell you, that got brought up in a recent scene I filmed. <laughs> And I was like, was anyone involved well, alive in no, 99? No, 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 it was um, actually. Uh, I mean, alive, were any of them conscious of what was happening in reality in 99? I know you were technically alive in 99. We have like the director who obviously was alive, and like the, one of the male talents was in middle school, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I graduated high school in 99. I know people that went to Woodstock 99, like, went. <laughs> You know, it's funny because everyone always idolizes, like, the earlier Woodstocks. And they're like, ah, oh, this is so... Oh, 94 was supposed to be amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you get to 99 and it's fucking Sexual Assault Central. You got the shit show. Holy... Come on. <laughs> Obviously, really poor planning for a festival all around. And a lot of it was based on a lot of crazy greed. They're like, oh, we're going to put it on a retired military base so people can't rush the fence and break in and not pay tickets. Because that's what happened in 94. People cut holes in the fence and just fucking came in. And the promoters can't lose their fucking money. That's kind of just a part of festival life, though. Like, I'm telling you to this day, it is kind of tradition to go break into a festival. Like, it is still happening. Like, I I had to just talk my boyfriend out of breaking into Disneyland because he was— Don't do that. They have their own jails. I told him. I was like, listen, I'm pretty sure Disneyland has better security than the freaking White House does. Like, I feel more protected inside Disneyland than I would— on the grounds of the White House around the president. Well, it, it, depend, it depends on where in Disneyland. Oh, no, no, no. It's anywhere. I have a story for this, too. I have a friend. They found him from his Twitter. He, I went on this, like, big trip. I used to be a theater kid, right? We went on this big theater trip. And one of my friends, he's whole, like, anti-establishment, whatever. He's tweeting this whole, like, you know, like, Disney's anti-Semitic, whatever, whatever. Just, like, hating on Disney on his Twitter. Only has 200 followers. He's just some high school kid from Arizona. Like, no, no one matters. And we go to Disney on this trip. It's very common for kids in Arizona. Like, having a pocket knife is kind of like a rite of passage. Like, you know, you know, whatever. It's just pocket knife. Like, no one's violent with it. It's just like most guys have a pocket knife. We go to Disney. And Disney, you know, has their security when you walk into it. And they check you. They have, like, their, like, their detectors or whatever. And, like, he gets through. Well, they accidentally missed his pocket. He forgot he had his pocket knife. Like, and I do believe him that, like, he wasn't intentionally bringing a knife into Disney. It wasn't even, like, it was a big thing. It was just one of those little... You know, rinky dinky, whatever redneck boys have a pocket knife, and he forgot it. And he was like, "Oh, ha ha ha!" He decided to make the most like ha ha tweet, like "Oh, ha ha ha!" Disney forgot, but he didn't at anybody. 
Within two hours, Disney had found the tweet, found him within the park in like Toontown or something, pulled him out of line, took him and put him. Everyone kept saying it was Disney jail. I don't really know if it was Disney jail, but they basically had him held in backstage Disney with like security. And my poor mom, she was chaperoning this whole theater trip and she was so excited to go ride this Peter Pan ride. So it's her favorite ride ever. She's so excited. She's waiting in line. She's literally at the Peter Pan line. She gets the freaking call that she has to go escort this kid from downtown Disney and the security and all the officers to the airport. And he's totally banned from Disney. He can't go. He's, you know, has to go home early from the field trip. Like this whole thing. Disney will find you. Disney will find you. They, you ever watch that South Park episode? Disney they will find you. Well, it's an important life lesson. Don't put anything on the internet, especially don't admit to crimes. On don't put anything on the internet. Okay, hang on. This is really ironic because like I do porn. Don't oh. put anything on the internet. I mean, we're also on the internet right now. <laughs> like this is being broadcast if you through think the internet. Like, if you think it's funny, it, it probably is. It's not funny. <laughs> okay, that was so bad. If you think it's funny, don't say it. Because the funniest things are in the moment like it's gonna get you caught my dad said it best he used to always say like like how unlucky my generation is with not getting caught like his generation could just like go out to the woods and have their keggers and go pool hop and go do whatever the fuck do whatever is really just a normal rebellious young adult thing to do except you don't have anyone fucking trying to make a tiktok out of it see this is why i feel my generation is the best generation because I'm old enough to have gone to high school in the analog age. No one had fucking cameras. No one could film shit. I definitely did some shit that, like, if it was caught in modern era, would have probably ruined my professional life at points. Yeah. Definitely had done some shit as a kid. Definitely did some wild fucking ignorant fucking shit. None of it caught on film. There is no proof. But I'm young enough that I understand how technology works. Yes. And I'm not going to get caught up in the shit. I don't... How do the tick? I'm like, I understand how this shit works. How I, do I forward an email again? Right. This is why I, I think my generation, the elder millennials, we are far superior to everyone else. No, totally. And I, I can see that. And even like my sister's generation, because like she was in that budding era of like, you know, they had the slider phones on MySpace, but like there was no iPhones. There was no sharing your location. There was no like live streaming what you're doing at that exact moment and even like yeah you had cameras but they're like the digital cameras and you have to go take a fucking bumfuck hour of uploading it to your computer if you have the right cord to upload it to your computer and like um it it definitely i was in the era of like like for me it wasn't tiktok it was vine like i missed the fuck out of vine but like it was kind of the downfall. Like my dad said it best. Like, you know what? I, I am unlucky in the sense of like, like you want to know how I got caught for every fucking goddamn thing as a kid? My fucking phone. My fucking shit. The thing I thought was my best freaking friend. No, it was my worst enemy because you know what? Everything is kept track of and you can't get rid of it. Well, this um, is the exact shit I warn people about before they think about getting into porn. Like, once it's on the internet, it's there forever. Right. So I'm not going to lie. Um, one of my favorite things I always tell people is like, you will never throw me under the bus before I do. I kind of just took those. I took whatever opportunity I am in this like moment of this generation. And I use it to my advantage. Like, all right. Like, you know what? You're, uh, you, 
You're going to post my nudes guy that I pissed off? Hang on, hang on. Here's a better one. Hang on. Wait, don't, don't use that one. I got a better angle. Like, I will be the first to do it with no shame, with all the pride in the world, because you know what? Like, at the end of the day, I live with myself. There's no one else has to live with me except my freaking goddamn self and my decision. And your dogs. What I do. And my dogs. No, but even then, like... But they don't judge. Like, I love them. I've dug a grave for two of us, my dear, but... um. At the end of the day, again, who's going to be 80 goddamn years old living with myself on my deathbed? Me. Who's going to have to live with any shame or guilt or consequence of any action that I do? Me. So I'm going to inflict it on myself. <laughs> well, and that's the exact reason I don't want children, because I like making poor life choices. I enjoy it. I have trouble tattooed on my elbow. Like, that is, like, I am, you know what? Like, yeah, I did that. That's kind of my, like, thing. Like, yeah, I have no shame. Like, yeah, I did that. That was me. Like, yeah, you know, like, uh, my family's always called me the Hot Mess Express. And it's just kind of been me. And you can't really turn back on any of those, like, life choices, but you can live with them and move on and be like, all right, like, where do I go from here? Like, what do I do next? Like, you never look dumber than when you do going back on an action or word that you fucking did or said yourself. Well, there's caveats to that. If you learn from your mistake and you're like, you want to own that. You're like, hey, I made a mistake. But you're still owning it. You're still, you're not denying it. You're not half-assing it. You're not being like, oh, well, no, no, that's not like what I really meant. You could be like, oh, you know what? I was ignorant at that moment and, you know, I'm better now. Or like you can, that's where it goes into like admitting your own faults and your own wrongs. You could be like, eh, yeah, that kind of fucked up. That wasn't the best decision. But you know what? Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, that wasn't me. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, that wasn't my fault. No. That's that's part of the problem with society in general. I'm not sure if it's modern society or it's just society. The fact that, like, people don't want to take ownership for shit. That is the most annoying thing to me. I will not necessarily forgive anything. I'm very guilty of, like, because, like, when I love somebody, I love them. Like, once you're in with me, you're in... Just don't touch me. I can't really... Just don't touch me. I'm right. <laughs> just don't touch me. Um, but I, like, like, you know, it's very much like that, like, family, like, family kind of a thing. Like, family fights, and they fight hard, but you move on with friendships, with anything. Like, you know, once I really, like, care for you, like, you're in there. So, you know, you might do something bad. Sometimes you're human. Like, humans have flaws. Humans have shadow selves. Like, shadow... We aren't perfect. And if you fuck up, like I've I've seen it, I've done it. Like I am not perfect. I've fucked up a lot in life, and I've done some real human flaws and some real growth and mistakes. And I can accept that in other people. And I only if they're like real with themselves. That same thing of just like, yeah, you know what? Like I did that. Not my best moment. I fucked up. Like you know, I'm not. I mean, there's no other way to fucking say it. I'm not gonna try to be like, oh my god. I'm not going to try to be like, oh, my God, like, that wasn't me. Like, no, you know what? Like, that shit. Like, it's just one of those fuck, man. Like, but you know what? Like, I want to be better. And I'm going to own the fuck up that, like, that was me. You know what? Like, yeah, I got to do better. What I don't like is people that go the fuck back on it or try to make excuses or try to be like. Or blame someone else for their. Or blame someone else for it or try to be like anything other than ownership of you know what? I had this very real human moment of error and flaw, which is so common in this world and so just at its core human. Like, just admit it, dude. You're a person. Right. Like, I, I have a friend of mine, well, a former friend of mine who's fucking dead to me over something. I have so many of those. <laughs> over something that's like so in the grand scheme of things minor, but. Yes. 
but because of how he handled it, that's why he's dead to me. It's the principle of the action, not the action itself. Right. It was someone real soon. Like a bunch of us were out. I drove. I parked in a bad parking spot. I got fucking towed. Like we get back and like the car's gone. I'm like, oh, fuck, I got towed. He goes, oh man, that sucks. You drove. I'll help you out with it. I'm like, oh man, I, I really appreciate that. I hit him up later in the night. Like, you know, I found out where the car is. This is how much it's going to be. Like, whatever you can help out with. Man. Yeah. And his response was, oh, our, another mutual friend says that, oh, that's your problem. I shouldn't help you. That, yeah, yeah exactly. That like, kind of a stuff. Like, if you had, if he had just been like, yo, man, I, I can't, I don't have the money to help out. It's just anything like any ownership. The idea of putting it on someone else, I shouldn't help you out to something I volunteered for. Like, I didn't ask for help. It was, he volunteered to help. And then, dialed that back and blamed a third party like oh this person says i shouldn't help you so yeah i'm not going to like you can fuck yourself literally yeah no exactly and that's where i've always ran and i've like i've had people yell at me before where it's even gone to the extent of like having a homegirl sleep with a boyfriend and homegirl you know was the one that came to me and was like i just can't hold this in like i know i did you dirty and i was like you know what the guy cheats on me all the time. He's a bum fuck. I'm not with him anymore. But, you know, I was like, I know the guy's a shitty guy. And every other girl I would have gone after. But you know what? We have such a deep friendship. Like, so I thought. And um, I really respect that you, like, you know what? You took the ownership and you came to me and you were like, I know that this was shitty and I want to make things right. And I, she even at first was like, I understand, like, the whole, like, you're not going to be nice to me at first. You're not going to be like, you're not going to be happy. You're not at the bat. You're not going to be like, Oh yeah, you told me we're best friends kind of a thing. But like, I mean, you two should, you shared a dick. Right. (laughs) We're come on, girl. We're Eskimo sisters. Come on. No, no, no. But like, and I did. And at first I told her and I was so upfront and I told her, I was like, listen, I have so much hate right now for you. And I can't stop that. That is my human emotion. Like I am hurt. I am whatever human i told her like what exactly i was feeling and i told her my process i was like i'm probably like i'm not going to be all bestie bestie with you but you mean a lot to me and i really respect that you came to me and you were honest and that for that right there i still hold respect for you because all the other girls because again my ex was a shitty guy this is the ex-husband or a different ex different ex i don't have good taste in men that's why i do porn (laughs) Whoa, 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 That's a bad stereotype. Sorry. I don't, like, it's real. I have no other rebuttal for that. Oh. Well, you should apologize to your partner, at least, who waited nine No, 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 years. you're right, baby. You're great. I love you. You're not even looking at the camera. You're just, like, looking off into space, like, baby, I love you. This you're, is no, so no, no, no. I'm the problem. I'm the one with the bad taste. But... <laughs> He's the one you had taste in. I view it as he has taste in me. Which is so like, he's the one with bad taste? You know what? I question it sometimes. I'm a fucking piece of work guy. Like, I don't know, dude. I, I've been led to believe you're trouble. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back to the story, though. I told the girl, you know, you have my respect. This bitch had the audacity when she was like, ah, yeah, I got her. She's right in my clutches. She's, trust me, she forgave me. She thought I forgave her is what it is. No, girl, I just still respect you told me woman to woman. Like, I really like you as a human because you're being human right now. You're being like, damn, I did this really shitty thing. I'm going to tell you because now you can properly heal and move on from it because you know it. No, she went back and was like, oh, well, 
like then tried to switch the blame to somebody else. Oh, well, like, oh, well, like, oh, I was drunk. Or like, Did you like, fuck him again? Like, no, like, dude, you were just bragging about the head he gave you. And now you're going to try to tell me it was something other than that. Like, nice try. Like, just because you were like, oh, I got her. Now let's make myself like really in the good. So she, I'm like, Dude, you already had it. You had it in the fucking bag. Like you, you did every step of like what I could ask any person to do, and they fuck up against me, and then you just demolished it. Like, I mean, your ex can't be all that bad if he's giving good enough head that, like, dude, an infidelity. So he, he's giving an infidelity head out. Like, dude, infidelity head is so impressive. annoying. So funny story. I ended up marrying his best friend because we all know I love. I run on spite, and like three years later, as I'm telling this guy, like, no we shouldn't sleep together what about everybody that we know he was like you remember that one time they cheated on the both of us because he was dating the girl that slept with my ex so it was a whole thing i was like you know you got me there like, you fucking incestuous there no right i'm like you got me I, listen i'm not saying i'm perfect these are my flaws um, i mean this is like one step away from him pulling you out of a dryer shit <sighs> you know we broke up one time I used to call him daddy, and I looked at him. I dead ass looked at this man up in the eye through my tears, and I'm like, is this the part where daddy goes to get some cigarettes and doesn't come back? Little did he know you were the one who got the cigarette. <laughs> Literally. I hate myself, let me tell you, but there is nothing I will not do in a situation if not find the goddamn humor. Otherwise, it, I'm going to you know, self-abort. I'm going to do what my mom should have done in the beginning and just like, eh, because if I can't fucking laugh at the situation, it's game over. Like, you've got to find the humility in the situation. You've got to play yourself a little bit because if you're not, if it's not you playing yourself, what are you doing getting played by these motherfuckers out here? Right. Hey, no matter how cool you are, you're not that cool. Right. Exactly. That's what it is. You're not that cool. Like, let's be real. It's very humbling. And I think sometimes I really suck at social media for like for my career and for porn is because like I can't take myself seriously. Like and not that I'm not professional and not that I'm not like like seriously out here doing it. But it's just that like I look at myself very humanely. I'm very like this is just another girl like this. I'm just another pit like like all these guys are like, oh, my God, you're so hot. You're like, so hot. I got I got called bitch and hot at the train station by a random. And I was like, eh, what? I'll bring you down a peg here. It's at the train station. That's only one. Thank step. you. No, thank you. But that's that's it, right? That's there. one step above the Greyhound station. That's and that's one step above the gas station. No, 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 no. no. Gas oh. prices are really expensive. No, no, no. Gas stations, though, like anybody can get catcalled there. Like you could be, you could have really nice legs as a guy and bending over, and I bet your ass, you're, you know, it doesn't have to be sh- like leggings or shorts. Like it's that's never happened to me. You know, I was see. I was going to lead into the guys that have long hair. That trend nowadays, they're going to be the ones that get cat called the gas station. It's crazy. The like, <laughs> there's the the audacity that I have heard at a freaking gas station being cat called. Like I've gone in there like hand in hand with like a six foot five motherfucker, and I still got. Mr. Man's over here on his freaking bike and like 20 grocery bags hanging on like whatever, like going, hey, mama, like you want to come over? And I'm like, oh, no, thank you. Hey, sometimes you got to shoot your shot in life. Oh, they shoot their shot. I mean, what would happen if, you know, you just were like, yeah, drop your pants right now. Oh, but that's like what they said to me. Okay. So like Mr. Man's at the the freaking train station. 
his intro is, I, I just, you know, I just got to like, your shorts are really short. You're bitching hot. And then just biked away. And guess what? <laughs> he did it right. You're still talking about him. You're talking about him on a podcast. You know, he gave me a life story, but like. You're still dreaming about him. I get it. Don't take too much pride in that. I got a lot of stories. I'm just saying, I think he made an impression. I think you're still thinking about him. You're like, what could have our life been? You know what? I, you know what? You're right. I could have been riding on those handlebars of those bikes. And then riding something else. Oh! <laughs> um, I think I'm good. You know, the <laughs> fact I have like turned down men on Twitter with like 200,000 plus followers just because I was a little, you know, I just wasn't feeling getting digged down that day. I don't well, think I'm I need a man on the people bike. Can, people can buy followers. Wouldn't that be really depressing? Like, oh my God, he's got 200,000 followers. He paid for them all. You know, that's like a thing. There's actually another, uh, there's another model that I saw recently. And someone, you know, it's very classic having the like, the trolls make the fake, whatever. They steal your pictures, the catfish. They steal your pictures, make an account, whatever. And they normally don't have any followers. Well, this person literally spent $100 to get like 60,000 followers. So it looks pretty competitive. And she's just had to fight this entire time to like be like, this isn't me. I know it says sixty thousand followers, but that ain't me. And just like imagine having that'd, to- that'd be hilarious if the troll had more followers than her. Oh, thank God it wasn't. She had like a solid like forty thousand plus on him, but still yes, like well, that'd be hilarious. Your troll has more followers than you. No, okay, that's kind of one of my fears because uh Instagram deleted me, right? Within the same 24 hours, I had my original Instagram and then I had my original TikTok and like TikTok got me first, which I'm not surprised about. I got a little I got a little bitchy to a couple of comments and like a little the audacity. You know, like I just had it. Oh my god, you had an opinion? No. You stated it? Oh my god. Oh how bro. dare you? No, you have no. a uterus. How dare you state your I I had the urge to respond to every troll with the most like sat like sarcastic, bitchy opinion I could, which is just asking for the whole, you know, them overly reporting you or whatever. Also me just being like, oh, you mad I took that BBC, like whatever. Like, I was being real. I was I was being <laughs> no filter. TikTok got deleted. I kind of wasn't surprised. I had already gotten like five different like report warnings of them being like five different videos taken down then be like, you know, like this is your last warning. We're going to delete you. And I was like, <laughs> okay, right. Well, they did it. And I go on my TikTok. Well, my TikTok. No, no, I went on my Instagram. My Instagram was good. Like, I really followed my rules, right? I promise. I did not show you my nipples. I did not show you my poo tang or my butthole. I was trying really hard. And they took my shit down. And I was like, you dumb bitches. So I had to make a new Instagram. Which, you know, it looks pretty fucking shitty when you're, like, verified on Pornhub and you have under 500 followers, like, on Instagram. You look like a fucking scam artist. I already know I have, like, a fake account out there that, for some reason, can't get deleted. And they have more followers than me at the time. I'm like, this looks real... Real sketch. Real sketch, yeah. I'm like, damn it. I'm, like, having to, like, like, should I pro... Should I, like put like my name and date on a paper and like be like hey this is me like you should like, you should like do it old school hostage style go get a newspaper go find a print, print newspaper with today's headline 
that's right um it's kind of funny though because like the second that i shared a reel from like my tiktok page to my instagram page like a recent one is the second that all my followers kind of started to come back and i'm still nowhere where like i used to be but i think that i thought it was funny because it was like oh wow it took me posting a recent tiktok which could also be faked for you guys to realize that it's me i i fucking hate you guys these are all over. Well, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I only say that because it's like when I started my new uh, Instagram, I didn't go reposting all my old posts. These are all brand new pictures that are only been released on this Instagram. So I'm like, where would this like catfish get this? Like, where would this catfish find hacked your phone? That hacked my phone, had this hidden vault of pictures that have never before been seen. You can't Google this shit. And they're on this new Instagram that says it's my only Instagram. Here's my agency. Here's everything. You can do like everything to prove that it's me. And it took me posting a fucking TikTok of a voiceover that's not even my voice. I hate you. I love you. I'm just kidding. Like, thanks. Please spend your money. Please. Spend your money. Hi, hi guys. You can cash my cash app. It's oh honey with the three Y's. Um. <laughs> now some of these some of these troll accounts are fucking wild though. Like, so uh, do you know who Molly Stewart is? Yeah. So Molly has her own podcast. Yeah. Molly has done this show. Like yeah. Molly and I, I wouldn't say we're friends, but we're definitely acquaintances. We know each other. Right. You're in the same realm of each other. Well, like she she's done the show. Like I, we know each other. She's just not another face. Yeah. Yeah. Like. If, if there was a live show, like, that's Matt Slayer. Or, like, she knows who I am. I know. Like, I've been in her house. Like, when we did the podcast, it was at her house. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Like, You're like, I know the gate code. Fuck you. Right. I had some fucking troll pretending to be Molly, like, slide into my DMs and do the typical, like, oh, you're one of my number one fans. And, like, I entertain. Sometimes I'll entertain those things for a little while just for my own fucking amusement. <laughs> and I'm just, like bullshitting and like they're not giving anything that's amusing and i just turn around and literally take a clip from the podcast of me and molly together and like oh my god wait you guys were together at the same time while like while they're messaging that's even better no no, we weren't together i took a clip from like the podcast one oh okay well we're at least nowhere okay yeah like of molly and i in the podcast yeah and this fucking troll had the audacity like oh matt it's been a while like are you oh like you're gonna backtrack right now like you started off with like you're like you started off this interaction with completely being like I don't know you, but you're one of my biggest fans. Yeah. Like I'm doing you such a grace and a service to be reaching out to you right now. It's such an honor for you. And I'm like, uh, and then it's like, oh, it's been a while. Like, seriously, you're really gonna keep this up? Like, <laughs> I literally just showed you footage of me and the I, person you're pretending to be together. Like, I love that. <laughs> so one of my homegirls, she does modeling. She's not like she doesn't do mainstream porn, but she does the whole. She does like content creating, and she's trying to get more into like mainstream modeling. But unfortunately, one of her, like, somebody hacked all of her accounts, her Instagram, everything. And she's like, she made a whole new account. I was like, and this is my friends that, like, is a friend that I met outside the industry. Like, it was one of those things like, oh, damn, you sell naked pictures of yourself, too? Kind of a friendship, you know? Like, it didn't start like that. It wasn't like, oh, I met her through a shoot. Like, this is my friend. Like, she's one of my best friends. Like, you know, like, she's all that kind of a shit. The person that hacked her account had the audacity, they, like, messaged me at first. And her new account was kind of similar to what the old account was. was. So, like, the first one message kind of got me because I came into it with, like, the, oh, like, here, like, oh, like, here's this random account that's trying, like, there's this fake account of you. You should go, like, report them. And they just gave me, like, the username. So I was like, okay, like, thanks, girl, whatever, because I didn't pay too much attention. 
typed in the username to my search bar. Nothing came up. And I was like, you know, like nothing came up. And they were like, oh, here, click this link. Immediately, I was like, this ain't it. This ain't it. And I go to just text my, my girl from her phone number with her legal name. Everything that I know. I know this girl's home address. Like, I could walk into her place, like, no key. You know, I could be like, I'm having a meltdown. I need you kind of a thing. Like, that's how close this friend is. And their hacker was trying to, like, fool me. They weren't doing anything right. And I was like, you're so motherfucking dumb. Like, I've seen this girl's pussy without having to fucking film with it. Like, don't even try me right now. You're so funny that you can't even like, why would you give somebody, why would you say it's this username and it's not popping up and then be like, here's the link. Because people are dumb. They're dumb. They're so dumb. They don't, well, they don't really, all the, all her posts are like of her like doing personal activities with me. We don't have the whole like, hey, check out our new video or like, oh my God, I just collabed with so-and-so. It's like, oh, we had this really intimate birthday dinner together. And like, oh, yeah, like we had this really intimate thing together that's like personal life. Like, I, you know. Well, these hackers are fucking dumb. They're not looking to like actually cross-reference because there's been multiple times where like I've had, besides the Molly situation, where people have slid into my DMs pretending to be someone's like, yo, motherfucker, you really, though I follow them, you really should look to see if they follow me. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you really should look to see what posts were tagged in together because nine times out of ten, it's been someone who's done the show, like someone who's in person. And it's like. You think I can't just like FaceTime them? Yeah. Like, it, like I could literally like, like eight out of 10 times. This person's probably already sharing their live location with me. You think I'm not close enough to be like, hey. They were in my apartment recording. You don't think I can get a hold of them? I think it's the funniest part is too, when they're like using the accounts that have no prior private messages between the two of you, but you have all these personal pictures or videos or whatever tagged with each other. And it's like, you really think I'm not going to question like, hey girl, you always text or Snapchat me. Why the fuck are you messaging me on Instagram? There's been multiple times where like, I just respond with the trolls like, just text me. And they're like, uh, uh, like, hey, you dumb fuck. Yeah. You dumb fuck. I know. And on a on a little bit of a tangent of this, I'm a little disappointed. After fucking six years of doing this shit, I am not famous enough to get fucking troll accounts. No one is out there pretending to be fucking Matt Slayer. Listen, I, I have one. Um, That's not an invite to do it. No, yeah. Fuck you guys. Stay away. Um, <laughs> for me, uh, the only like real troll account that's like super trolly where they're like, like, I'm going to out you like, fuck you. It's like somebody that I think is fucking an ex-boyfriend of mine that they lied to because they can't even tell me what my real name is. They just tell me what my nickname is. That's like known by a lot of people back home because, again, I partied a lot when Trouble? I was younger. That's a real easy. Right? Oh, my God. They're like, I better not ever catch you out at this underground event that you haven't gone to in three years like and they're telling me okay the funniest part is like my one crowning jewel my my pride my spiteful moment my petty ass to me being petty is you know any i can do me wrong you could cheat on me you could do all this horrible shit on me good to know good to know no 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 no. i'm gonna walk away with the absolute pride and the ability to talk so much shit on you because I never did a goddamn thing to you, motherfucker. I, like, I'm not going to lie. I've, I mean, that's why they're cheating because you didn't no, do a goddamn no, no, thing no, no, to them. No, 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 no. I mean, like, cheating on them or, like, no, giving them the excuse to I, be a, I, I, yeah, I know what you like, meant. I, yeah. <laughs> I was making a funny. I was trying to make a funny. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be, like, the thing of, like, you know, the first, like, people are going to be like, oh, well, she was shitty or, well, she cheated on me or, well, like, she was this bitch. No, no, no. How are you going to excuse being such an imbecile to lose 
such a great person who not that kind of a thing. Anyways, so this well, also, also, this- also just um, like on a side note, have some self-respect. If someone is cheating on you or treating you like shit, leave. No, I do. No, I do. But that's no, I'm not, I'm not saying for you. I'm just saying like, oh, I- all of them. No, this doesn't mean just sit there and take it. What I mean is like, don't do the thing where it's like, oh, I'm going to hurt you back. So you feel even we're going to stay together. Yeah, just be- no, be like, exactly. Be like, peace out. You lost me. You lost such a great fucking prize because I wasn't even, you know, what? I'm so much better than you that I'm not going to stoop to your level. You're not even worth my fucking energy to reciprocate. Like. You're going to have to live and dwell and simmer and fester in that fact that like, damn, I can't even make myself feel better by being like, oh, well, they did this back in retaliation. No, no, no. I left. Like I I did the, or the, you know, I, I just pointed you out for who you were. But these girls coming to me, trying to be a troll, being like, oh, you know, like it's because like, you know, I'm dating the ex that you did so dirty or cheated on so many years ago. And I'm like, which one because i'm still in contact with my ex-fiance that we're friends with like we're friends at this point he'll tell me anything and my ex-husband like the motherfucker cheated on me then i left him so which guy which guy honey because that's the best part it's like they and you don't even know my name you're like you're trying to be like don't show up to this like or i'm gonna out you don't like your parents would be so proud like yo my mom knows what i do my family knows and you know what they're so fucking proud and they know they they saw it coming they know what i do they're like you know what this is the best decision she could have made for her life because it's been the healthiest and the most productive and the most like opportunity showing for there's upward mobility there yeah exactly they're they they can see that i'm really doing something that's like fulfilling for me in my life and that it's motivating for me. It's like fueling my ambition. It's fueling everything that I needed. I'm doing it safely. I'm making connections. I've never been a better version of myself. So then the stroll cars show me and be like, oh, wow, your mom must be so proud. Like, actually. Well, guess what? My mom's just glad I'm not married to a bum anymore. At the end of the day, even if your mom's not proud, it's your fucking life. It's my fucking life. Like, I'm sorry. I don't, um, I'm like 23 years old. I don't think my mom pays my bills anymore. And if your mom still pays your bills, can your mom pay my bills? I'll fuck your mom. Like, pay Whoa, your bills. Wait in line. I need my bills paid. I live in LA. I will. Okay. I'm moving to LA. I live here already. I live in Hollywood. I need my bills paid. I'll fuck your mom for getting my bills paid. Hey, I'll record it. I'll sell it on my OnlyFans and promote it. I'll take No, it. I'm not trying to be talent. I'm just trying to. I need a day. 10% cut. This is a bad deal for me. <laughs> I have to pee. Okay. Can I pause and pee? No. Yes. I'll piss right here and record it. No. If there wasn't a carpet, I'd say okay, but <laughs> I don't want to have to clean that up after a very quick urination. All right. I am back. I pee like a racehorse. Hello. I, I have a feeling it is all over the ground in there, but. Listen, I'm like a. I did not hear a toilet seat go down, so. <laughs> hey, I think you need to learn some more biology about females. What did you squat? We have we have three holes down there. I'm aware. One's for peeing, and we sit. Uh huh. As I said, I didn't hear the toilet seat go down. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I supposed to put it all the way down? Because I don't think men put the. There's two seats. There's the, like the horseshoe one, horseshoe shape. Are, are we explaining toilets to my audience right now? Yeah, we are because you're questioning me on it. <laughs> I'm just questioning like how fast that was, and like. You're wearing pants, so they the pants had to come off at some point. I'm really good at my job and taking my pants off. Okay. I will take your word for it. 
<laughs> I have not witnessed such things. I will just take your word for it. If you guys want to, I am on Pornhub and Minivid and OnlyFans. Oh my. Oh! <gasps> what? You don't say. Wow. <laughs> you don't fucking say. I know, right? You might be able to find a piss video of me out there. Who knows? Good luck searching. Order that custom. Damn straight. I totally forgot what we were talking about before you derailed it with your urine. I'm sorry. It got to the point where that's all I could think about. And I was like, I got to take a break. <laughs> I, I got Before this is water sports, I just got to go. I just got to go. <laughs> to be fair, she has drank like a quarter bottle of wine and whatever the fuck a beatbox is. So a beatbox is basically three bottles of wine in a box. And I finished it. It's 11% alcohol by volume. There is, it's three 5.63 fluid ounce servings. That's not three bottles of wine. I don't know. My homie put this on something like that. I mean, that's bad math. That's just bad math. You know, ironically, that's the class I failed. No wonder I do porn. Thought you did porn because you're an actress, not because you're bad at math. All right, just let me have it. <laughs> no, it's not my job to just let you have it. I've already said no once tonight. I will say no again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <gasps> I will say no for a third time if I have to. God damn it. I promise I have no consent. I do no consent. Let me, oh, okay. I do. Let me let me make that more clear. <laughs> let me enunciate. I do no consent. Good. Good. Because yes. <laughs> it originally came out as, I do no consent. I'm like, whoa, whoa. whoa. There's a table here. Thank God. Thank God. This nice. I was about to be forcibly sponge bathed. And it was going to be weird. <laughs> You know, you're lucky there's no sponge here, I guess. How do you know? You're going through my fucking. Well, I mean, are you wanting this or not? No. You're very encouraging. I'm doing a bit. Um, what were we talking about? Obviously not sponge bathing. Right. <laughs> no, we we're talking about your beatbox being full of lies. Oh, full of lies. You know what? Beatbox, you tell me what you are. This is like, I'm normally a twisted tea girl. Get twisted. I like my wine. Beatboxes are good. It was either this or tequila. And honestly, I didn't think any of us wanted me on tequila. Oh, I don't know. What happens on tequila? Nasty. Details? <laughs> I could go anywhere from me telling saying I've been guilty of like going up to a guy and be like, I want to suck your dick like I'm mad at it. To falling asleep in the grass in the front yard because I, I was mad at it. <laughs> like, How does one suck a dick while like, they're mad? I don't know. You tell tequila. I don't know. I don't even know what that means. And I said it. I mean, I I don't know what that means. I, I, uh, I'd be kind of afraid to like, if that was proposition, we'd be like, uh, I'm not sure I want to put my penis near your mouth then. Right. No, I, I can like, tell that it involves. I have no idea what I meant by that, but I said that I was drunk. I was very drunk. Um, I was on a lot of tequila and I wanted to suck his dick that I was mad at it. And I've had Did to you get that dick. At that point, I don't remember. No, probably not. I d- d- would you want to give me your dick if I was like, I want to suck it like I'm mad at it? No, right? I it was supposed to be hot. It wasn't. Listen, porn stars aren't perfect. Um, I'm well aware, <laughs> painfully aware. I've been in this industry for a long time. I'm painfully aware that adult performers are human beings with flaws. <laughs> Like everyone is a human being with flaws. You know, I love it though because I feel like the porn industry is really just like the island of misfit toys. I have said that on multiple occasions. Everybody's got a story. 
I thought I was going to be all, I was like, wow, I'm going to be so unique. I'm going to be, you know, like you want to fuck somebody's wife. Like, I, you know, yeah, I got married young. <laughs> Bitch. How does it feel to not be that special? You know what? It wouldn't be the first time in my life. I got shoved it in my face. <laughs> well, that actually was pretty rude to me. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's fine. It, okay, in that case, how's it feel to not be that special? Yeah, you know, it, it's pretty fucking fantastic because it makes me figure out ways to be special then. Because <laughs> uh, you can't be basic. You, you know, you think you're special, then you're fucking not. And you realize you're just another fucking human out here doing the same goddamn thing that like 10 other humans are doing. And like, you're lucky if it's only 10. So it's like, what else is there? Be different. Be right. you. Have some interests away from ha- you. know what? Like, oh my God, have some interest other than a, fu- have some like interesting fact about you other than like this superficial novelty or like pretty picture. Like, it's like, like, like you said, but like you were saying earlier before we started, you're like, like girls that come on, like they don't really have like a, like a story. Um, like I, you know, my personality as my performer and as me in real life is pretty fucking parallel. We're pretty much the same thing. We're overlapping a lot. Like that's good. Yeah. Being authentic is good. Oh, filters are for cigarettes. I do not have that. I am not a cigarette. I am not a coffee. Wait, you're not a cigarette. Oh, right. Like you want, oh. the, what you want the smoke? No, oh, I was going to set you on fire. I mean, <laughs> please. I am begging. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of cleanup. <laughs> You know, I think that too. And I'm like going to my squirting scenes and I'm like, you guys really want to, you. I mean, that's why they rent houses. Like that becomes so. Yeah, but they charge you a cleaning fee. Okay. But like, when, oh, so I've had it in a hotel room and I'm like, listen, my guy, I don't think you're getting your $100 deposit back. This is why you pay with a prepaid credit card and just cancel that bitch. <gasps> hey guys, hang on. Life Hacks 101. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, oh, uh, sorry. Sorry, booking.com. I gotcha. <laughs> Got you, motherfuckers. Got you. Oh. I was actually, you know, I was just trying to plan out a whole Knott's Berry Farm, like, weekend with my boyfriend. Now I know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> I love that, like, in the course of this podcast, I'm like, please don't, you know, do self-harm in a hotel room because it's mean to housekeeping. For all legal purposes, this is a joke. Right. But I was just like, don't do it. You know, that's so mean to housekeeping. And then I'm like, squirt everywhere and fuck housekeeping, like, in the same podcast. True that. I'm just like, one bodily fluid, don't do that. That's wrong. Well, I, I guess it's more of the corpse removal that's they're used to the bodily fluids. I think it's more of like it's not even about the bodily fluids at that point. It's about the trauma that you're inflicting. Like how fucked is it that we're more worried about like the the I mean, I guess it's not fucked, but like we're more considerate of the mental state than the physical state. Like, yeah, like fuck them. Clean up my shit and blood and vomit and whatever else. But like, I'm so sorry that I, I gave you a bad, bad image. I gave you a boo-boo image that I hurt your feelings. <laughs> I'm sure if you've cleaned hotel rooms for a living. I've never. Not you, but like. I do porn. <laughs> well, now. For now. I've always had a very pretty pussy I got by in life. It won't be forever. Don't have kids. I can't. No, I had a vasectomy like a month and a half ago. Congrats. You know what? Congratulations. Funny story, side note, my roommate asked me, he was like, it would it be fucked up if I started to go fund me for my vasectomy? I did. Did you? Hang on. So we need your advice then, because my roommate, this has been like a car. Like, so not only did I start to go and fund me for my vasectomy. Did it pay I, for it? Yeah, it paid for it. And I filmed it. 
I love you for that. Okay, so I need your tips and tricks on that because my roommate and my boyfriend, I got my boyfriend on the vasectomy train because I was telling him, I was like, listen, babe, I'm really thinking this like whole female sterilization route. Like I just like yeetus my uterus kind of a thing. Like take that shit out. I don't want it. I don't want kids. My goal is to be the hot, rich aunt that travels the world and mysteriously makes money. No one knows how. She shows up drunk. Here we I are. Mean, you do porn. People should know how you make money. My nieces won't, though. They'll be adults eventually. Eventually. But until then, until their 18th birthday, um, they're just going to know me as the aunt that shows up drunk and stoned and with very, very good gifts. And... I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, you know, my roommate was already on the topic. He brought up the topic of like, you know, I want to start to go find me, but like, I feel like people are going to, you know, take it the wrong way. And I guess like in his defense, he has a bunch of broke asses on his Facebook, but I was very supportive of this. I was like, listen, man, I think like I will pledge at least $50 to your vasectomy. Like, you, you know what? Like, I'm here for it. And, like, this topic started around the time that the whole, like, Roe versus Wade was getting overturned, which, like, fuck you, Supreme Court. Let me say that. Hang on. Hang on. on. This is my chance to say fuck you to the Supreme Court. (laughs) I will find a way to get rid of any living thing inside my uterus. You can mark my words. Fuck you. Suck my cock. So you should do it more spiteful. You should go get knocked up by Brett Kavanaugh and keep it. Oh, my God. He likes to drink. He'll do it. Hey, governors. Hit my line. Knock me up. Don't you want to breathe me? I'm just kidding. I can't even take it seriously. I'm so sorry. Um, hey. Oh, my God. We're not taking things seriously on this show? Never. Ah! Never. Hey, step bro. Don't you want to breathe my pussy? Oh, step bro. Are you governor? Oh, my God. Step bro, I always knew you were going this route when you went to college. First your dad, now you. I want to see if that dick runs in the family. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Um, but go fund me for vasectomies. Yeah. I No, I, I did it. I did it. So it worked. It worked. Um, How do you like um, promote it? Because my roommate is really, he's like, everyone's going to hate on me. And I'm like, no, listen, dude, I think you're going to get a lot of respect. I honestly think you'll get more pussy this way. I mean, it doesn't hurt that I'm technically an internet personality. Okay, but he's living with a porn star. Well, then you should promote it. for. I'm telling him that. I'm like, listen, I personally will pledge at least $50. I can do more. Um, But, like, I will promote the fuck out of this. But then my boyfriend has gone on the same wave. And I'm like, he brings it it up every time. And I'm like, okay, when? So with your boyfriend? With your boyfriend, you should be like, you should do the GoFundMe and be like, his first safe cream pie is going to be in me. And film that shit. You're a fucking genius. Wow. Okay. You're right. No, no, no. You're so right. I was thinking about this so fucking selfishly. I I didn't even think about that. Because the only thing I could ever think about being like, the first is like, I'm going to live stream the first time I do anal. And like, sell that. How selfish of me. Oh my God. You're so right. <laughs> Just uh, I'll, FYI, I'm, I'm still waiting to give away my first safe cream pie. Hey guys, um, me smiley promoting this. Uh, I, I just support this. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> and my my GoFundMe was utterly ridiculous. Like I had a couple of people. Like I talked to them. Like, oh, I didn't support it because I thought you were doing a bit. Mine was fucking ridiculous. No, like no, no. Okay, see, 
that's what I was thinking though. Is that like because I'm not thinking about this from a bit. I you're oh the, no, I, I did it. I did. No, no, no. You thought of it as a bit. I'm telling my roommate, like, dude, I think people because of how outraged people are about the whole like overturn and how how many women, you know, it's it's like you know, there's male birth control too. Um, I think you'll get a lot of support. I think you'll get a lot of the feminists supporting you. I think you'll get the guys that are supporting the feminists supporting you. I think you'll get people that are totally non-bit related are going to be like, yeah, dude, like, look at you being that positive masculinity. Get that vasectomy. Like, I did not get that many people that I did not actually know. Like, I, oh, okay. it was mostly, mostly people who knew me, but <laughs> What I wrote for the description, I'm going to read it to you now because it's pretty fucking ridiculous. Please, I need I, to hear it. I'm sure I've read it on air before. But <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt Slayer. I host a podcast called The Now We Drink. I've been prone to making unadvised, irresponsible, rash decisions my whole life. <laughs> this is not one of them. <laughs> I've known that procreating isn't for me for a long time. I think I would be a horrible father. I don't think your daughters, sisters, mothers, or wives should be inflicted with a child after what was probably a mistake for both of us. I won't be there to support the child financially or emotionally. <laughs> I have zero idea what ethics or value I would help instill in a child, but I can assure you they'd probably be wrong. Your child will be an alcoholic. In light of the current standing of Roe vs. Wade, I thought it was time to get this show on the road. So if you care about the future of humanity, especially one without my children, please consider funding this campaign. <laughs> oh, and I'll show you. Let me see. I got to see this. Oh my god, stop. That <laughs> you're like <laughs> I want you to get a vasectomy. <laughs> I got one. I filmed it. It's on my okay, YouTube. Okay, so I need you to send me this link. I'm going to send it to my roommate and be like, look at he did it. Why can't you? Um I told my boyfriend I would match him whatever he does to go to to go get a vasectomy. I'm pretty sure insurance will cover it because insurance sends the favorite guys. Well, and depending on the state you're in, I mean, I don't think Arizona is one of them, but there's some states that guarantee that, like, it's no deductible and your insurance will cover it. Yo, so... I would research that, too. We're thinking about moving. What state? I'm just kidding. Well, Illinois, 100%. Like, Ugh, What happens in Illinois? Chicago. Okay, you got me there. You got me there. Like one of the largest cities in America? I don't know. Okay, like, Chicago is one of those cities, like, when you hear it, it's so much bigger than the state itself that, like, you almost forget the state is the Oh, state. no. As someone who's from Chicago, that's accurate when you live there. Oh, thank you. Okay, cool. So I'm not wrong in this. Um, no, no. <laughs> Hell, there's a, there's a big like push for parts of downstate Illinois that are like, can we make... Just annex Chicago out of the state because Chicago is so populous compared to the rest of the yeah. state. Yeah. That Chicago politics very much control all of Illinois politics. And like, tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like another similar one is like Boston, like Boston, Massachusetts. That's another one where it's kind of like the city precedes the state or like Philadelphia. Well, so Philadelphia, I don't think is accurate because you have Pittsburgh also, which is a. Ah, you're right. You got Pittsburgh. You got me there. I forgot about that. And the thing about. Like with mass with Boston is Boston itself is not a very large city. Okay, I'm, I guess I'm thinking like more like pop like popularity. Well, well yeah, it, it's wise. It, Boston's one of those places where it's like you say Phoenix and like you think it's, you know Tempe Scottsdale and all that. Wait, no, 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 but like you know how many people don't know what the fuck Scottsdale or Mesa is? Like when I travel and I, 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 I even know I even know what Glendale is. So I 
Okay, but like, you are the select few. I can only say, like, when people are like, oh, you're from Arizona. Like, what part? And I'm like, oh, you know. I start with the truth. It was just Avondale. And they're like, what the fuck is that? Which I get it. It's Avondale. No one really knows. So I'm like, okay. Like, you know, like, I really grew up on, like, you know, Gilbert, Mesa, and Tempe. Tempe has, like, literally one of the country's biggest partying uh, universities, ASU. And they're like, huh? And then finally. Isn't Sky Harbor technically in Tempe? Phoenix. So I I know it's like five feet from Tempe though. It's five it's literally five feet from Tempe. But that's it right there. I literally have to be like, I'm from Phoenix. And I feel like it's the same thing. I have a friend. Well, we're not really friends now. Fuck you. Someone you know. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. Anyways. Um, but she's from Boston, Massachusetts, and it's the same thing. Like the only thing you know, anytime I heard her talk to anybody, it was just like, I oh, am yeah, Boston. It's like it's even like cause but at the end of like, the day, like... Like, Texas. Texas doesn't have just, like, one city. They have Austin. They have Dallas. They have Fort Worth. You know, you think of California. You all have San Francisco. You have L.A. You have San Diego. Like, even New York. New York has New York and Buffalo. Like, both are pretty... No one thinks of Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo? It, I'm sorry. They have a football team. Oh. I'm sorry. Buffalo Wings? Yeah. They're pretty... Their name state is kind of a thing. Like, okay, yeah. They're, even, they're culinary... Florida has Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Like, there's... But, like, most states have a relatively known second capita that they know of. And you just don't got that. I'm sorry. Y'all got Chicago, but... Oh, yeah. No, there's possibly Rockford. I've never heard of it. Cheap Trick's from Rockford. I've never heard of it. You've heard of Cheap Trick, right? The band Cheap Trick? My lawyer said not to answer that. <laughs> I want you to want me. The song, I want you to want me. Oh, okay, hang on. The tune. I know the tune. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Cheap Trick. They're from Rockford. Listen, that is what an iconic ending credit movie song to have. <laughs> right. Right. That That is like Rockford's, well, and a lot of scumminess. But those are Rockford's claim to fame. And technically, technically, Illinois also has Joliet, which is famous for its prison and from the Blues Brothers. That's about it. Again, like, but all all those. I'm gonna have to stand by Buffalo, New York, being more known. But also, both those cities are really kind of not so far from Chicago. The thing At that Buffalo, point, it's just all Chicago. It's uh, you know, it's the same thing as people thinking that Scottsdale and Tempe are all Phoenix. Well, Scottsdale and Tempe are much closer to Phoenix than. Rockford or Joliet are to Chicago. Like Rockford's like 50 miles. Joliet's like 30-ish miles. So they're like, they are legitimately their own. They're way different pretty much is what it is. But like Boston, Boston is a geographically fairly small city surrounded by a bunch of other like small cities that all make up like the Boston area. Yeah. Like, so MIT, Harvard and all that shit is in Cambridge. It's not in Boston. See, I'm a West Coast gal. I'm not going to lie. You're completely losing me on the East Coast. And that is my own damn fault for being ignorant. I'm just well-traveled. I'm from the Midwest originally. <laughs> I wish I was that well-traveled. I've actually, um, surprisingly, haven't ever been like out of country. Um, Why not? 
I have to get a goddamn passport. Why don't you have one? I don't know. You know what? If I could have a shot for every time someone asked me that, I'd be blacked out. But I've just... Oh, I mean, but, we can start now. Why don't you have a passport? Why don't you have a passport? Why so what kind of happened is like, so being from Arizona, you're so close to the Mexican border that you don't really need like a passport to get... You just have to have like your... I mean, technically, you do have to have a passport. To travel by land. Um, and don't Technically. Take, don't take this word as legal advice. Please do not be like, me, Smiley, told me on this podcast that I could do this. But it is like a thing where, like, you know, I I have my ID. I have my paperwork. I am very, obviously, a legal citizen. And they, like. <laughs> Are you? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, you could be Canadian. Uh, you know, I could, but I'm not going to that border. I'm sure I'd get questioned a lot harder at the Canadian border. But Well, everyone does. Right. Canada ain't about letting people in. You know, it's so unfair. And I meet all these Canadian models and their biggest issue is, how am I going to get all this money I made in porn across the border? Like, I wish that was my issue in life. You goddamn lucky Canadian fuck. And you and your health care. You and your health. I grew up a hockey baby. You guys live for hockey. You guys have health care. Like... Fuck you. Just fuck you. There's a reason South Park drew you like that. I love you guys. You guys are so goddamn nice. Like, with you and your bags and your bagels and your... Oh, thank you. Anyway, I love you guys. Um, But I live next to the Mexican border. And I am, I guess, privileged enough. And I'm very aware of my privilege of being born blonde hair and green-eyed. And I have my IDs and my, you know, my birth certificate copies of it and my social that they will literally just let my little blonde ass drive across that border. So, wait a minute. You have been out of country. Close to it. Um, I turned back. My family used to, my grandparents used to own a jewelry shop, like literally right across the border. Um, and I have family that has a beach house in Rocky Point that I have never been to because you can tell I am not the favorite of the family. Um, and all of this, the same thing. No one in my family has a passport. They all just kind of go using their IDs and like their other documentation. And when you're traveling by ground, again, I am not your lawyer. Do not come at me if you try to do this and you suck and get caught but um going across can sometimes not be as difficult with like without a passport but it's because it's by ground it's not like i'm going to okay cruise. I, I've, I'll, I'll tell you firsthand at least in california i walked getting into mexico was no problem with just a fucking right right okay so yes thank you but when i came back i had problems that's kind of where you're gonna run Ex- thank you for backing me up yes exactly like that's where you might run into some issues um and and like Again, I am a legal citizen. I'm born in the United States. It is very, my family's been here for obviously since the fucking beginning. Like, it's, it's not. Oh, your family came over on the Mayflower? Wow. Oh, wow. You know, like that Mormon trail, too, though, is like how I got to Arizona. And that shit runs deep. Um, but it's so, it's like, it's not hard for me to prove my citizenship. It's not hard. And they're not going to sit there and like grab the bat, be like, oh, wow. No. Um, but yeah, I've never gotten my passport. There's never, I never had the offer to go on like on a cruise to go. Okay, Don't go on a cruise. Don't do so, it. So I want to so bad. Why? Why? Why do you want to go on a cruise? So I want to go on a three day cruise. Why? Because why the fuck not? I have lots of reasons. Tell why. me why. Okay. The point of traveling abroad is to experience other fucking cultures. Right. Which now, I, no, and I love that. Th- th- That's th- not why th- I'm going th- on a cruise, though. Th- so. th- I'm going on a cruise to sit at a fucking bar and to go do cliche cruise things. I want the satire. I want. That's horrible. No. It's a waste of fucking money. Not if you get off on it. Okay. I'm just saying, in my opinion, for the cost of a cruise to be surrounded by 
other Americans and be in Vegas on the sea in a cramped cabin, you could really do Vegas very well. You know, you bring it up like that. Okay, but see, I lived in Vegas, so I guess to me, like... It is the strip on a boat. It is all about the people watching. And, like, if I can get an all-inclusive cruise and I'm only going three days and, like, you go and you dock on land in some Bahama-type place, I'll fucking take it for three days. Or, for the same money, you could go to the Bahamas or Jamaica on your own time and explore and get weird. So I have, no, 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 that's another, but like, that's going to be a different trip. You have to understand there's different themes for different trips. I have, I'm just saying the cruise is Vegas on a boat. And with the a, best part of Vegas is people watching, baby. Yeah, but it's worse accommodations for more money. It's okay. I, it's like, listen, I did not grow up rich. I grew up with the struggle. I can deal with a little shittiness because let me tell you, if I got all that inclusive alcohol and a little bit of entertainment in a hot tub, I can people watch all goddamn day. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. It's so much more fun to people watch people from other fucking cultures and be like, wow, they live fucking no, differently. And you're so right. That's a different vacation. I'm not saying like I'm I mean, not- that should be the priority. Fuck cruises. So cruises are an experience vacation everything is a- no, no no exactly so you can't go into it with the mindset that like hey i'm gonna go on this fucking vacation i'm gonna be relaxed i'm gonna experience this whole new culture i'm gonna do blah, 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 blah. you're gonna go into it like oh my god i just signed up for this cringy ass singles cruise i'm gonna go dude i'm gonna make a drinking game out of that i'm gonna wow wow or, you're, or, you're partner for a cruise that's or, that's no, rough. no, no, no. You bring them with. That's the fun part. You go, hey, baby, let's go play a game. Let's play a game. Or you do the fucking, you don't have to do a singles cruise. You do like an adult. I, but you were the only one who brought it to singles cruise immediately. You immediately brought because it. Because do you know how cringy people are? It's hilarious. Like, it's the same fucking procedure as taking your man into a bar. Step be like, hey, like, hey, baby, like that guy's making it. Go get us drinks. Go, go. So, so what are you drinking tonight, sweetheart? Oh, you know, um, me and my friend over there are just actually drinking um two vodka sodas. Oh, hey, let me get you. Thanks. Bye. You go and you bring your man a drink. Like, it's the same thing. You make fun of people being cringing. You don't have, okay, but like, don't focus on the single part. You don't have to go on a singles cruise. Go on any cruise. Go on an adults-only cruise. Give me couples. Hard pass. Okay. Let's make fun of the couple that's eyeballing you from across the way at the table being like, hey, you look really interesting. Me and my wife want to get to know you. It's a game. It's literally, you have to look at it so satirical and dry and like funny. It's like, I am Ashton Kutcher. You are getting punked. This is going to be the thing I think about when I go to sleep six months from now instead of something being embarrassing. I'm going to think about how embarrassing you are. Or I can go to it. Completely different country, a different culture, experience fucking rad shit that is wildly different than Well, America. yeah, you do that for two. That's your vacation, not your experience. I have limited time. I have limited time on this planet. I have limited. I forgot, you don't suck dick for a living. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I have the luxury, I guess, of doing all that. Well, la di da. I can make everybody my bitch. <laughs> not it. Not it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I have a lot of fucking projects. I am a busy motherfucker. I have limited fucking time to get away. And here's yeah. the best part: go record a podcast on said trip. He's just I did. It. I actually recorded two podcasts. There's your tax write-off. I, duh. I'm Jewish. You don't think I don't know that? I would hope. Okay, no, no. I would hope you would. So, what's the problem? You go through it's a work trip, right? But I'm not going to go on a cruise for that shit for three days. You're telling me, okay, so like out of Florida, they got those. Th- you go to the Bahamas for a day. I would go on a boat for a day. To the I Bahamas. would just go directly to the Bahamas. Right. 
you're still people watching on that, but that's a cruise at a point. No, I would just fly directly to the Bahamas. <sighs> you're losing out on all the experience then. No, I'm not. I'm yes, I'm are. getting better experiences trying to figure out local currencies, trying to figure out how to get around, how like all that shit. That's boring stuff. Oh, it's not. <laughs> I get that experience flying from Phoenix Sky Harbor to LAX. I want something a little bit. Mm, I don't know. Extra when I'm on a boat. I want to go on a boat. I want to be boats and hoes. I want to do the cringy shit. I want to see other people doing cringy shit. I want. I want to have a story about like you're not gonna guess fucking four hour boat ride. I saw this one bitch and this one guy. Like, see, I, I don't want to. When I want to leave the country, I don't want to be around other fucking Americans. But you're only on it for the boat. You get time on land in the other country. There's still going to be other fucking Americans there. <clears throat> and in the meantime, I'm surrounded by Vegas on a fucking, on the sea. Or I can do shit like go to, I went to fucking Cuba. I went to fucking Havana. Havana. Tell me, tell me that's not a fucking experience. Hey, look, I have no internet access for 10 days. Oh, are they still like that? So to get on the internet in Cuba. You have to buy a Wi-Fi card from the government and then get on a public hotspot. Yeah. And then they're sold out all the place. I didn't even try. I just spent 10 days off the fucking grid. That's crazy to me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Cuba is a wild place. Ten I've always wanted to go there, too. Would you like, so like out of 10 stars, what would you recommend it? It's, I would say is definitely like, is not... It's a it's a weird description. So like I had an amazing time there. It's an amazing experience. Yeah. It's also just a wild place because everyone is on a hustle. Everyone. Okay. I've heard that about India as well. I had a boyfriend in the past that went to India for two weeks with his father, and it was the same thing. He said it was like it was crazy. The Cubans are on a hustle unlike anyone else. Like I've been on six continents, I've been all over the fucking world. Because the average Cuban salary is like fucking US, 40 US a month. Mm -hmm. They just are like hustle fucking. Hustle, through. hustle, hustle. Like a, a great example is we were in downtown Havana. Like we hit a museum and like a couple of us were going to go back to the Airbnb and we were out like out in the neighborhood. None of the cabbies would take us because they you know, lose money leaving downtown Havana. Right. And one of my friends who speaks Spanish is like, oh, this guy will take you. I'm like, all right, cool. We get in the dude's car. It's like, this guy is not a cab. He is just some dude. Oh, it's like my Vegas experience. Literally. Like, oh, hey, yeah, this is not my Uber, but he feels bad enough. He's going to take me. Oh, no, this guy didn't feel bad. He made 20 bucks. <laughs> if you're ever, if the average monthly salary is 40 US a month, he made 20 for just driving us to a fucking neighborhood. So what you're saying is Cuba is definitely the place to go on vacation, though. Well, and it was things like... One of my guys hooked up with a Cuban girl. Yeah. And he could pass for Cuban, like, as long as he didn't talk. <laughs> That's the key to every guy, though, in the club. I'm telling you, fellas, just don't talk. Well, and they went and got a room. And the girl's like, don't talk, don't fucking talk. And originally, like, the room for the night was going to be the equivalent of about, like, five U.S. He right. opened his mouth that it went up to 15. Yeah. You know what? I've experienced that same thing at the park and swap in Arizona. Um White privilege only gets you so far. <laughs> but it's just one of those things. My buddy was also telling me, like, we were paying, because none of the cabs have meters. You you negotiate with every cabbie. He was telling me, like, when she was talking, because she's a Cuban national, they are paying a fucking fraction of what we were paying. In uh, Two of the people in our group natively speak Spanish. Yeah. But they're not Cubans. So, like, 
Okay, yeah. Or the fact that we bought counterfeit cigars out of some dude's apartment. We did a cigar factory tour. <laughs> yeah. And it, this is how crazy of a place this is. The tour guy's telling me, telling us that like his wife's a doctor, but he makes more as a tour guide because of the tips. Well, that makes sense. Do you have like a salary versus like what the tourists are bringing? Well, yeah, but you have you have the communist like low salary versus right, yeah. And then he's trying to sell us cigars off the factory floor, like he's like straight from the. Well, no, he's just like, (laughs) and this cigar goes for this much, and like, and just naming prices. Yeah, and we're just like, nah, that's cool. Uh, One of the rollers rolled up to one of my guys, stuffed ten cigars in his cargo pants pocket, and just grabbed a twenty from him and ran off. You're like, I just got half a month's salary. Bye, guys. For 10 stolen cigars, which is a good deal for everyone involved because everything is... I mean, that's up, yeah, that part is it's not even robbery. It's just like, here. Well, I mean, they're definitely robbing the factory. Unconsensual trade. Okay, but like, fuck the man. Well, and at the end of the day, that's a good deal for everything because every, for everybody involved because everything in Cuba is cheap except the cigars. They know what they have. Well, like, that's that's their, like, main export, isn't it? I worked at a smoke shop back when I was 19, and, I, and like, we were one of the few ones that, like, had the actual cigar room set up, like, the humidity control, all that good stuff. Like, people actually giving a fuck about an opinion on cigars, which, like, made me <laughs> smart the fuck up real quick about them. And, yeah, no, like, they definitely, cigars are... Tobacco is one of the oldest exports. Like that was like one of America's like biggest. I mean, that's what established a lot of the colonies. Yeah, no, like that was like one of like like that caused a lot of colonization in a lot of different like areas in the world was tobacco and cigars. For example, a bottle of like Cuban rum, like a a whole fifth of Cuban rum, goes for like five dollars US in the duty free shop in the airport. Right. A box of cigars still goes for one twenty five. Yeah, no, that shit is crazy. They, they know what they have. We had three cameras alone in our cigar room in the smoke shop. We had one on the main floor, like on the right. Like it was not an uncommon thing for people. Like, aren't you afraid of getting robbed? And my only, my only guard was like a button on the counter. But don't worry about the cigar room. The cigar room's got three cameras and all the security and like all these procedures. But like, don't worry about the girl at the front. Like, I'll just use a bong to fucking smash over your head or something if I need help. Like. We're really just worried about the cigars. They know what's valuable. Yeah. We did that cigar factory tour, and then when we got out of the tour, like, we're on the, they had the factory store. This tour guide, who had, like, a tour group from a cruise or some shit from Canada, rolls up to one of my guys, like, yo, you guys want factory cigars much cheaper? Like, yeah, let's hear We ended up in some dude's apartment, like, a couple blocks away, and they were breaking out boxes of boxes of counterfeits. Because counterfeit cigars are such a big fucking trade down there. Yeah. it's just a wild fucking place. I want to go to Cuba so bad. Um, and I grew up kind of like um, like a history buff. I was a huge nerd growing up. I was a big reader, but I love history. Because um, you can really, you can tell the future from history. There's a lot of patterns. Like if it's happened in history, it's probably going to happen again in the future. Um, and Cuba is one of those, it's one of those countries that has a very rich culture and a very rich history and a lot of it, because, like, I'm not going to lie, like, U.S. history was one of the most fucking boring things on Earth. Like, that is... Well, just how it's sold by the Americans. Well, like, well, yes, yes. But that's what I mean, though, is, like, the... Any of the motivation, any any of the... It's just, like, it's, there's no, in a sense, culture behind it. 
Um, no matter how how many interesting things could happen, all the interesting things have to do with other fucking cultures. Like, is, and us fucking with them. And us fucking with them, right? Like, so, so that's the, what it, the Museum of the Revolution down in Havana might as well be called the Anti CIA Museum. Like, it literally, like, right? The Cuban side of like all our conflicts are pretty fucking and like wild. anything that's introduced to us in our history classes like that has to do with Cuba has to do with like you know like the Bay of Pigs and like anything that has to do with like Fidel Castro or like anything that has to do with like the US intervention with it but if you just like separate that like oh my god Cuba has is one of the like Latin countries that has such a cool diverse culture and they have really cool just like history and just like the like how families hold themselves and carry themselves and the way that the people do and the way that like, just like them as a culture overall, I guess like, it's really hard to like, they're so diverse that it's hard to like pick a word to just like categorize them as. And a lot of it has to do with like that control. I don't know. It's so cool, but it's also kind of taboo to talk about, which I guess almost adds to like that spiciness of how cool it is and like how much you want to explore it. It's because like you're not supposed to like. Keep I mean, you legally can't go there as a tourist as an American, right? Like that's what I mean. Like you're not. It's like they want you to not like Cuba, but it's like yo, Cuba's kind of fucking cool. Oh no, um, but like it was a rad place. Like it was beautiful. So wait, if you're not supposed to go there as a tourist, how'd you get there? You had to sign an affidavit with the State Department. For one of the, like the twelve legal reasons you're allowed to go there, I went there for journalism. Man, this is gonna. I am so intrigued right now. What do you mean? I, I, I want to go to Cuba. So, like, hang on. What's considered journalism? Can I go there and be like, this is how I'm a sex worker, and this is why I can't make a video in Cuba? Is that journalism? I don't know. That's really vague. I recorded two mm. podcasts down there. Is that what all it takes? You just have to sign an affidavit that says why you're going. Okay, but I'm not trying to get caught up in Cuba. Like, you hear all about like, like. Oh no, the Cubans don't care. The Cubans. So it's not like North Korea because like you know North Korea, you're gonna get caught up in fucking. Anything. No, no, the Cubans want our fucking money. Actually, in the pre like before when the embargo was really going, the Cubans would not stamp American passports. They'd let you in the country. You'd have to gateway from Canada or Mexico. They wouldn't stamp your. Oh. They wouldn't stamp your passport because they. So. I've talked about this on air. I'm sorry for my audience has heard this before. There's two Cuban currencies. Right. There's the kook and the coop. The coop is the Cuban. Mm-hmm. The kook yeah, is the Cuban convertible peso, which is always one-to-one with the U.S. dollar. Okay, yeah. It is the tourism money. Uh-huh. They want that fucking tourism money. Because it's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The coop is the one. is actually the Cuban peso that actually fluctuates with the world market. That's like the man. So the coupe is like the man. Like, well, so Cuban it, it's, it's the technicalities is what it is. Like, the coupe is what uh, Cuban nationals are actually paid in. And if you go to restaurants and shit that are out in neighborhoods, you're expected to pay in coupe. Coupe is only for... So the coupe would be like the Hilton Hotel out in Cuba. Because really, I, don't, I don't know. There's a, but like a very broad general... So the general, ignorant the, sense the of kook, like like the like the, ca- the capitalistic one would be the like whatever is uh expected societal wise that's the that's the technical that's so that's the dictionary definition that's the dictionary runaway of things the the one the one that is one to one with the US but the one that's one to one is the slang like that'd be the one that's like you know like no no like, that's that's the tourist money that's, oh okay okay like if you go to the airport and you go to a currency so you can only buy Cuban currency in Cuba. You right. can't buy it in the states like you would British pounds or whatever. Right. In the airports you can only get kook. You could only get CUC. Okay. You have to go to a bank in a neighborhood to like get CUP. Okay. Are they like physically looking different yep. like currencies? Oh, that's even crazy. Okay, so So like one actually one of the scams you have to look out for when you're in Cuba is paying in kook and getting coop as fucking 
like changed back. Right, because it's because it's two different currencies. Right, and, but they well, don't, no. and they don't look the same, or they no. do. So, Kook has monuments on it. Coop has. Oh, so they're so similar, but they're so different. Yeah, Kook has monuments on it. Coop has uh, revolutionary leaders on it. Man, you're just asking for it out there, aren't you? Everyone's <laughs> on a hustle, so you have to. You have to be really aware. I of my no. I respect this so fucking much, but I can see where the like not. I don't use the word scam, but like I could see where the pulling a fast one over you could happen. I respect the fuck out of it though. Well, and, and everyone's on a fucking hustle. Yeah. Everyone is like, good for them though. Well, and that's the thing. The wages are so low, and like they see that if you're in Cuba, especially as a fucking American, they know you got some money to spend. I'd be fucked out there. But, I'm being honest. Like, no, I'm, I'm being so dead ass honest. Like, and it's funny because, like, little side note, like, my grandpa was born and raised in Chihuahua, Mexico. Like, and I, for as um, passing as I am of my privilege, but, uh, like, I at least have the street smarts and, like, the raising of the knowledge of, like, like, I, I know I'm being hustled as I'm being hustled, and I have no other defense against it because I completely understand where you're coming from, and I know exactly what you're doing, and I know that I'm going to look so much fucking dumber trying to fight it because I am not that bitch. I am not going to, like, you know what? Like, I get it. I'm the blonde guy. You know what? I respect it. I get it. Um, I'm not immense. I'm, I haven't immersed myself enough in it. To even try to fight against it, I can only be aware and respect it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where much brighter to go with that. But uh, it, back to the original point of all this: Would you rather be on a boat with a bunch of Americans, or would you rather have that kind of adventure? You make so much. You know what? That makes a lot of sense because I literally chose to go to the park. And so, like in Arizona, it's very common. It's over by the Greyhound station, which, by the way, I so recommend this in Arizona because it is so. So great, and the most—I don't even know how to explain it—but the park and swaps, the swap meets—they happen over by the Greyhound station, and all it is is just basically a big outdoor mercado of like, yeah, you're goddamn right, you're gonna get a knockoff handbag, and like, there's probably someone selling some. It's like a giant. It's just some park and swap. It's just a swap meet, and it's like, and it's all very mexican heavily influenced there's you know it's the mercado like there's the the mariachi bands there's like performances like and you bet your fucking goddamn ass like if i'm not walking in there speaking spanish like i'm gonna get hustled and i respect it i'm not even mad because you know what i'm the one imposing on the fucking vibe like i get it and it doesn't have anything to do that i don't know it or i don't respect it or like i don't get it but it's just it's a different cult thing outside of like what's my perceived culture or like whatever and I fucking live for it, though. Like, I still love it. I wish I could be 100, like 110%. Like, that is me and mine. But it's only part of it. Um, I'm still going to go be an active participant and a respectful participant of it. But, uh, yeah, I already know that my sister, who has a different dad, and her dad is Mexican, and she's more Mexican passing than I am. Um, she's going to be the one to go talk first. And my grandfather, who, you know, he fools a lot of people because he is white passing, but he is, a, you know, he's from Chihuahua. He's born and raised in Chihuahua. He's a Mexican. He, he speaks Spanish. He He's from Mexico. Like, he, he is the embodiment of that culture. Um, he's going to be the one. Like he is, I'm very aware of all this, and I still fucking thrive for it. I don't know. I love him. As I said, 
that is the better adventure than being on a boat with a bunch it of is, America. It is. You're so right. But, you know, I still stand by the whole three-day cruise thing of, like, I can go watch and make fun of and cringe at my own like, you know, like, ah, that was so fucking, come on, Karen. Come on, Karen. But you could no, also discover, but in that, but you could go out of the country no, no, but, and you could go to a place and discover things that you didn't even but, know about. No, but cruises still stop in places. I'm talking about their import places. Yeah, but when they import in Jamaica, they are importing in a okay, but, state okay, part of fucking Jamaica. But, like, isn't all of Jamaica made for, like, the culture of going to vacation? Like, Jamaica, unfortunately, is one of those things like Hawaii where, like, we literally, of Americans, have just, like, stripped it of its, like, potential of being its own culture. It's the culture of vacation. No, no. Good chunks of it are. There are definitely places that are not. Okay. I'm going off my own dad being a honeymooner in Jamaica. I'm not going to. Right. And that's the thing. This is how most Americans travel. They go to fucking resorts. They go to fucking well, all-inclusive Montecito resorts. Montecito Bay or whatever. Right. Cancun. We'll go to. I shoved my. You don't have a cap on there. I don't. Oh, my God. I'm so dumb. It's reached that point in the bottle. And you're not even talking. You're not even talking to the mic. I know. It's reached that point in the bottle. I love you guys. You got to remember, there are neighborhoods where the people that serve those fucking all-inclusive resorts live. There's restaurants they go to. There's fucking bars they go to. The locals, right? Right. Yeah. So that's the adventure. That's the real adventure is going out into neighborhoods. Like the way I love to travel is I love to go to a bar, go to a fucking you know restaurant in a fucking neighborhood and be like, what do I need to see in your city? That makes a lot of sense. Um, because you know, one of the like a really popular country that's come up a lot, uh, is like Bali and like places in like Thailand. Is that's one of the like the biggest rage is one of those like the people that are like van lifers or like the solo travelers, the backpackers, and they're always like, Oh my god, like you can go and live on like this meal costs a dollar fifty a day in Bali and it's really it's it's just them it's colonization it's just them taking advantage of like that's just you know you're you're from a country where like our dollars are worth more and you're just going you're taking advantage of a smaller country just because it, 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 it's a but they take less to survive it's it is but it isn't it's um how's it taking advantage mm, so you're paying the ass market value well it's a, them being like oh my god like you know it's so easy but it's like these people that are the people that are working for you and the people that are providing that for you like to them that dollar fifty like you said in you know it you know their monthly salary is forty dollars like a month so that twenty dollars to give you a ride was like half their salary right and how am I taking advantage at that point not, I, I guess if like, I, if it's I, not I, that you're taking advantage it, but people being like it's so easy in this country but it's like, yeah, because you're, it's like you come from a different privilege than they do. Like for them, it's not that it's, it's easy for you, but for them, that is their culture. And for them, that is a month. This, it's a, yeah, it's but, a lot more than that. But at the end of the day, how would you feel if you made half your fucking month's salary driving three idiots across town? Yes, they're grateful for it. And you do recognize that, like, you can see it from the privileged point of view of, like, oh, my God, I'm doing so much for these people. Oh, no, no, I'm not. Or I don't feel like. Because not, and like when I say you, not like you personally, but like you as in the generalized mass that go there. Um, it's viewing it also as, um, you know, you these to taking, I'm going to say taking advantage is uh, these people not you know, taking for granted, I guess. Or like some people are very guilty of going there and they're like, oh my God, they they take advantage of their privilege and I really take for granted for it. 
And they don't really realize that like they view these people very materialistically or very like first worldly as like the help almost, which is sad. And for them, like for these people, like, yeah, that doll, like, oh my God, I only paid a dollar for these three margaritas and I can go get this massage and I can go, you know, have this tourist do the special thing for me. But like that dollar fifty amongst all those people is their wake. Like that is their payment for the day. Like that kind of a thing. Like that's what I mean by taking advantage of it. It's just like being more for like not taking it for granted. And I might have used the wrong words for it. And I apologize for that. Um, yeah, because I don't think I'm taking advantage of it. Yeah. I'm, if and I'm, when I, and, again, when I say you, I don't really mean. No, I know you mean the journalist. Yeah, the generalist. Uh, <laughs> if I'm paying market value or more than market value for a good or service, I'm not taking advantage of it. Right. I'd be taking advantage of like, oh, a dollar fifty is fucking nothing to me, but I only want to pay you a dollar. That would be taking advantage, right? And I guess taking advantage might be the wrong word. Um, it could more taking for granted. And again, I mean, I don't take it for granted. I could take. I could be using the totally wrong words, and I'm willing to admit my faults here. It's okay. I mean, you just tried to unscrew an open bottle, so <laughs> right, exactly. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I pre-gamed, and I and and now we drink. Exactly. Fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> but um, and I'm as someone who has a limited budget to fucking travel. I really do love like these countries. Like I went to Colombia, where dollar goes super fucking far. Yeah, like we were doing fine dining most nights for like fucking forty dollars a head with alcohol. Like it, it was fucking wild. Yeah, part of me was getting fucking like crazy, crazy fucking entrepreneurial dreams while I was down there. I'm like, I'm gonna start a laundering scheme out here. No, it wasn't a laundering scheme. Was, it, That's like, the movie classic. I was just like, I should be starting up because prostitution's legal down there. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, I should be starting a fucking... They have decent internet. Like a brothel. Well, no, cam houses. Okay. Just go to Vegas. Well, no, but it... Girls are selling their fucking pussies for fucking $15 for 15 minutes. Right, yeah. How much more could they be making on cam and live like fucking queens down there? With a little, you know, help from me and a cut. And I'm sure, like what living like queens for them would really be lower than minimum wage for girls up here, which is in a sense still taking advantage though. It's, oh no, 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 it, that, 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 that would be exploited. No, that would that, be it's a, some people have a fine line between like, you know, well, technically I'm providing them with more than they normally get, but it's still lower than what is the actual morality. Like what morality wise is. Oh no, no, that one, that one. Was, that's that, where, and that's where I'm coming from with the whole taking advantage of. Oh no, the, that so one, that one, people, that one was 100% exploitive. The thought crossed my mind though. I'm like, yeah, the there, whole, there are girls here selling their fucking pussies. Like, you know, they're selling it for a dollar. I can make them five, but like humanly, like, dude, I can go on. The, I've had a man offer me a hundred thousand dollars before to give him my egg. Why didn't you? Because I don't want to, because you know what? I'm priceless, baby. And that is it right there. I, mm -mm, fuck you. Um, I don't give a fuck. Uh, I am not giving that away. There's my own, there's my own reasonings and my own moralities that I hope that like, it's that a simple thing of like, I mean, for a hundred thousand, I hate, no, to no, but it's, I, I hate to break it to you for a hundred thousand. I'll harvest your egg right now. It, exactly though. No, but that's where it all stands. Like, where will you sell your point at? It's a, or it's as simple as like me making my porn, the porn videos that I get paid for by mainstream companies. Me getting paid the amount that I do versus the girls that are out on like red light districts and the girls that have to do it more. I hate to use the like phrasing of like bottom of the barrel, but like, you know, the survival side. survival. Yeah. And they it's it's that it's like having a guy coming into, you know, a, a an area where girls have to like sell for lower for survival and being like, you know, you have to do it for like a dollar a day. 
there are girls in America doing it for shits and giggles for a thousand dollars, whatever, whatever. Um, uh, you, I can make you at least eight dollars an hour, baby. And it's like, girl, your pussy is worth at least a thousand. Like, get it to like for an hour with respect. They don't even have to look you in the eye. I don't know, like something, you know, like like, like bottom of the barrel kind of a shit for scraping underneath the barrel that's been sitting there and there might be some black mold and like a little bit of, you know, like you're not even getting shit. Um, on that note, I have to pee again. Well, actually on that note, we're going to call last call. We've been going over two hours already. Oh, hey guys, welcome to my ADHD shit show. I could talk for hours. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so we're going to do the outro and then you can go pee if that's cool. all right. I can hold it. Where can they find you on the things? Oh, you can find me everywhere. I am Minx with two X's, Marley. Uh, like the Bob, look like Barbie, smoke like Marley. Here I am on Twitter, on Instagram, OnlyFans, mini vids, all of the good shit. Um, I'm even on TikTok. You could Google me. It's real simple. Minx Marley, two X's. I love you guys. I had a great time not, you know, watching what I say. Hell yeah, it was an absolute pleasure. And as always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook, twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer. You can find the Patreon, home to the exclusive content, the whole back video catalog, uncensored versions of these podcasts at patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. You can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter, and Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah.